Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Operation Alpha. You kind of know us by now, hopefully. If not, watch episode some, Watch episode one and two. Watch the first two episodes. That'll give you a little introduction. We're going to have a fantastic time tonight. Tyler's got something special for us. So today, I thought it would be fun to talk about uh, psychedelic trials. So uh, if you don't know what the psychedelic trials were, it was a uh, CIA-led operation to uh, psychedelically influence killers this shit is fucking crazy it is nuts i'm sure you've heard of uh charles manson yeah it's one of the, yeah. one of the hot topics yeah charles manson is the, the story about charles manson that literally no one knows yeah. but well we're we, gonna get more into that yeah before we get into it uh we're back with yet another we got another liquor, liquor review. review uh today we have by by surprise again uh evan williams kentucky bourbon it's not tequila. It's not tequila, thankfully. I thought he was going to get tequila, but um, I lucked out with that one. So, uh, it's going to yeah. crack, yeah? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to give it a crack. Is this a cork? Oh, I hope it's not a cork. That would really... It's definitely a cork. No, I don't think it's a cork. I don't think... Or, um, whiskey bottles have, like... It's not a cork, but it's like a little slimy piece of some material it's it kind of acts oh, oh no, it's, it's a twist, twist top. it's a twist off wow okay. that's quality right there oh you want to get let's get some ice. Get some ice first yeah get some ice oh this is nice ice too is that enough that's fine yeah okay well, you, you can do the pour okay i'll get you first so i we hope you guys liked episode one and two because i think we had a lot of fun filming them we're gonna have even more fun filming this one and every <clears throat> every episode after this despite my multiple voice cracks a day i've been having a lot lately Luke's not going really, through puberty right now this is my second stage of puberty not really sure what's going on but hopefully i it can happened. make it through it happens one. to the best of us yeah, I, it, it took me to like what last year did i start going through puberty oh really <laughs> might have been <laughs> um all right should we uh let's get into it we're gonna, we're gonna let's get a sniff first <laughs> it smells strong <laughs> it does smell strong but uh, it's it's whiskey have you had whiskey before uh yes do you typically like it yeah yeah that's i was hoping we'd do some whiskey reviews. okay okay so um, i think i think 43 percent that's <laughs> what is it isn't it bourbon yeah yeah okay that makes sense i drank an entire bottle of 43 percent bourbon in two days when i was like 19 that that sounds like you need some help. Yeah, I bought it off the internet. Oh, <laughs> my parents shipped shipped to your house. Yeah, I did have it shipped to my house, and it was pretty expensive. And my parents weren't home, and I never really drank before. And I was like, "How did you manage? Don't you have to put in like a license number or something?" 
you just have to the website that I use literally asked if I was 21 so you I said, said yes, yes. <laughs> that's uh, what it was paid a little bit for shipping wow is, is that easy week? huh yeah I don't it's not a very convenient way of purchasing alcohol it takes a while to get there but if you're not 21 then yeah but well, I don't, I don't condone again, that yeah we don't condone underage drinking or drinking in general that was obviously a, that was a very stupid thing of me to do to order alcohol off the internet like is this no if that was blocked no 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 it's good oh, okay it's good right. right in view so yeah i got this liter of evan williams for about it was like 16 17 bucks <laughs> this is the same one yeah oh so you've had this before oh no 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 oh no i'm saying now oh 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 this oh, one was oh. like 16 okay. 17 dollars it was pretty cheap so it's not like a high-end top shelf whiskey we're out here reviewing on a college budget yeah we're doing the reviews for you yep. something that you might want to buy so we're not going to buy a 50 bottle well we're assuming bottle. you as a college listener but yeah if you're not then we're a podcast for everyone we're yeah. for the people for the people by the um, people family friendly though always Very family friendly so do you want to get a little bit more into the topic well let's let's take a swig first now yeah i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here all right hey, you don't want cheers? cheers it's disrespectful It's whiskey, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got a bite. <laughs> you think so? A little bit. I don't think it's that bad. I think No, I, I don't think it's bad. I think this is better than the bottle I had when I was 19. Well, you also were 19. Yeah, and I was drinking whiskey at 19. Whiskey was disgusting. So that's, that's a very fair point you make there. I feel like I could put a match up to my mouth right now and breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could. You should try it. <sighs> all right. Should we get into it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, Luke, Luke found a document that has a lot of interesting, um, things and keep in mind, we're learning with you. We're not experts on the topic, uh, by new, no means are we qualified to be talking about this, but it's more opinionated. So Luke found a document from my understanding, he, he read a little bit of it and he's gonna, he's gonna lead it off. Yeah. So the thing about the psychedelic trials is related to mk ultra so the cia before the freedom of information act the cia wasn't releasing documents to the public so the public knew nothing about what was going on in the cia and they had no way of knowing but since the freedom of information act they now have access to the documents and the uh, there's like a certain year that the documents are published so it's like however many years after something has occurred, the documents will be published. So MK Ultra had sixteen thousand pages of documents that the CIA released on all the things that they do with MK Ultra, and not everything was necessarily psychedelic trials. And some some of the documents go in about what the CIA stopped and what they continued doing. So okay, yeah. Do you think there's still some redacted documents out there that? don't want us to see oh for sure i don't i don't think that cia is entirely transparent whatsoever about anything uh this i'm pretty sure this was in the j edgar hoover area era if you know anything about him do you hoover yeah crooked crooked was he crooked oh oh okay. yeah very 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 okay. crooked. he thought uh martin luther king jr was a communist <laughs> because a lot of his supporters like in the civil rights era just happened to also be communists, communists. Okay. yeah that's, that's just typically like a I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's about the crowd you carry. I mean, I don't think he was a communist, but no. I can see why. No, I, it's just, you know that time period where the entire United States government just thought everyone who... Didn't what, agree with the United States was a communist. Yeah, 
and we're saying this as people who generally support the United States and like the United States. Hence the hence the flag. Hence the flag. But no one's perfect, and the United States has had de- definitely had some hardships in the past. Um, oh, definitely. We're going. If you if you continue, it, yeah. If you de- if you keep looking forward and instead of reflecting on the past and seeing what you can improve upon, then there's not really any reason to like your country. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're getting a little off topic, but on that sense, I mean, right now it looks like we're going through a really difficult time in the country. Yeah. But when you look at, you know, a hundred years ago, we we're in the Great Depression, mm-hmm. and now look at us. Right. I mean, we're we're constantly improving whether you whether on the outside it looks it or not i mean the country's always getting better right positive outlook friends po- <laughs> that's what you gotta have so what are your initial thoughts on hearing stuff about the the united states government a branch of the united it's not a branch of the government it's an agency of the government doing mind control using drugs um i'd be i'd be lying if i said i was surprised Okay. Yeah. I honestly. Yeah, I see that. Well, I I think there's a lot of shady stuff that goes on with government. Whether I support the current government or not, um, there's always shady stuff. Government's so corrupt. Yeah. There's there's no such thing as a as an yeah. uncorrupt government. And I was just talking about this earlier, um, like government assassins and such, which is mm-hmm. kind of what we're getting into. Yeah. Um. It. I mean, it's been happening. People know about it. You know, people mysteriously die. People get hit by you know cars and right before they're supposed to release information it happens so i'm not surprised mm-hmm. what about you what um i knew a little bit about this before i didn't really know the entire extent of it and i still don't it's almost impossible to read sixteen thousand pages of documents in government vernacular we'll have it by the we'll have it by the weekend is. oh yeah the, the, by the weekend yeah we'll have them uh I, I'm definitely not surprised. I didn't know the entire story behind Charles Manson because growing up, I feel like you hear stories about people like him, and you're like, "Yeah, he's just a." You know, he crazy never killed bird. anyone. I do. No, most I people didn't know, know that, that until like last year. Most actually. people don't know that he never killed anyone. Uh, from my understanding, he would coerce people into killing people, mm-hmm. and he would coerce people to kill themselves. I believe. Yeah, so like the, the drugs that the CIA gave him, and supposedly, you know, we don't we're not entirely sure we're not going to go saying that this is fact and that you should go and say this this is something that you should also research just as we've done um gave him lsd made him go crazy and taught him how to use mind control on other people influence other people so we he created a following or i I don't know it was like a cult it was like a cult yeah well so this is saying uh they would they would feed these people lsd and and try to make them schizophrenic so try mm-hmm. to make them have these multiple personalities um that's multiple personalities right um schizophrenic is just like very very paranoid okay i think and i'm not let's i don't know if it's necessarily like you're seeing things that aren't there i don't know if it's quite that far i think it's more paranoia they were trying to induce psychosis is my point oh so so then they would essentially brainwashes people on psychedelics into just doing whatever they wanted mm. do you ever wonder how it took so long to take to catch charles manson like they knew what he was doing right they knew what he yeah come on i think that's that's the that's the thing like and as soon as you don't need him anymore they're like oh we finally caught charles manson. yeah we finally caught charles manson even though you 
had him the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you, you were feeding him. You were feeding him. You, had, you gave you him a place to sleep. You were working him like a puppet. Do you think Charles Manson knew what was going on? Um, I don't know if he necessarily knew or he was just like mm. so in this mindset that he's, I don't know if he thought that he was doing the right thing or not. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess he was just following orders, right? But then you ever watch those TV shows like the, the, uh, was it mind hunters mm-hmm. where they go inside the head of the, yes, serial. most of them, most of them want. Uh, and this is not my words. This is these serial killers' words. But once they get their like first score, it's like a high, and they mm-hmm. they have to keep doing. It. So I'm wondering if like he did it for the first time, and then he just started enjoying it. And yeah. maybe it was either that, or again, he was just following orders. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like if the CIA tells you to do something, you don't have much of a choice whether to do it or not. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Have you ever heard of like truth drugs? Yes. Yeah. Well, I thought that was a TV thing. Is that real? Like truth serum? Um, so the, the, there's something in this document. It says, since World War II, the United States government, led by the CIA, has searched secretly for ways to control human behavior. Uh, the CIA programs were not only an extension of the OSS quest for a truth drug, but they also echoed such events as the Nazi experiments at, don't hate me if I'm saying this incorrectly, Dachau and Albert Hoffman's discovery of LSD. Do we think it's a, like, there can't be a drug that just makes you tell the truth. I think it, it more so makes you just not care about what you say. Yeah, not only not care about what you say, but it, it makes you more prone to relieving information to people of authority. Okay. So if, like, the CIA is interrogating you and they give you LSD and you're paranoid, wouldn't oh, you... Oh, yeah, it's got to it's be a scare tactic, too. Yeah, wouldn't that make you, like, want to tell them the truth so you don't have to be put through that anymore? Not to, yeah. say that, not to say that after you tell the truth that they're going to all of a sudden stop. Yeah, they probably kept probably, it going for a little not. while. <laughs> like, oh, that's just... Ooh. Oh, so MK Ultra started as MK Delta. Oh, really? I don't know what MK Delta is. Yeah, I've never heard of MK Delta. I've only heard of MK Ultra. Do you... Do you- <laughs> this is the second time we've this done is this. Second. Jinx. Jinx. You, you no, you go. I'll drink. Okay. Um, do you think something similar to this is going on right now? It's hard to say. I think I, I think it right now it's way easier for the CIA to hide information than they, so? than it ever has been. Yeah. We'll we'll think about I mean I know we've probably brought this up in every podcast, but even like the UFO stuff, mm-hmm. the CIA is hiding information from Congress. Right. So like, if if we are now if we now have the ability to hide information from our own government, how easy is it to hide it from the people? And why do you think that it is? Why do you think it's easier for the CIA to hide information now than it would have been? Well, because when the CIA was formed, it was it was formed under a under like responsibilities, and it was formed under an agenda. It was formed right after World War II. It was an intelligence agency. Yeah, it was to gather intelligence on various Mm -hmm. countries, um, gather intelligence on people. And now it's like, it's such a central power. Like it it is, they're they're so powerful. Yeah. That they don't even need to share information with our own government. I also think that that's an agency that doesn't have to go and ask Congress for permission. They don't have to ask permission for anything. If, If Congress doesn't know then it won't hurt them, I think, is the CIA's mentality and how they operate. On the other side, it could be like a, Congress doesn't want to know so they can get away with whatever. Right, right. I think that's definitely a situation that's 
Like, yeah, that's I don't know how to. That, there's no other way to describe it that's as good as you just just, just described it. Like, they don't want to know, but they know, or they may think that the CIA is doing good work, but they may think it's not ethical. Yeah, if they turn a blind, it. turn a blind eye, turn a blind eye. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly how I'd put it. What I'm reading is a lot of stuff that happened like around World War II time, like stuff that the Germans were doing, like experiments that they were doing on the Jews, and kind of translated into the United States. What was their motive? Um, it well, said that they were, the United States was trying to control these people's minds using LSD so that they could assassinate political figures. Yeah, political figures I get. Like you, you I mean, you have the, like the... Um, the doctors and stuff of political officials who mm -hmm. you know are about to release some medical information and then they get hit by a car. Um, <laughs> yeah, or, or various that's things. Crazy. Yeah, but well, so my my point is, you have these these important people getting killed mysteriously. Sorry. Um, getting killed mysteriously for reasons, but then you have these. I'm guessing uh, psychedelic trial sub subjects who. Mm -hmm end up just killing innocent people yeah do you did, did the government know that innocent people were dying and did the government continue after they knew innocent people were dying uh they had to have so how i mean i'm guessing their thought process is like as bad as it sounds and i, I don't condone this but they were probably looking at the bigger picture here yeah how how much does the government think about innocent lives versus what they're planning to do like if they have this huge plan that they're planning to complete by a certain time there's just people are just pawns at that point yeah people i think the government mostly not in the entire government but at least this specific agency and maybe others like i don't know about the nsa there's some crazy stuff that's been going on there for decades but mm, you don't how, hear much about the nsa though not as much anymore since yeah uh was after like the world wars nsa was huge yeah, and after after the Snowden thing, that kind of yeah settled down, but um, yeah, how much does the government care about innocent lives when it's trying to complete some big plan? Depending on the type of plan, I'd say probably not that much. I think also, well, the government doesn't care about innocent lives in general, but I think it separates. I think innocent lives are separated between innocent lives and our own innocent lives, because mm -hmm. I mean. To say that the government hasn't killed plenty of innocent lives in its in its lifetime would be a lie. Yeah, but our own, mm. you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I guess. But at the same time, like, is it one person uh, in this agency? Because I know J. Edgar J. Edgar Ooh. Hoover was a huge influence, and in, this is the FBI. This wasn't the CIA. But different example. J. Edgar Hoover really influenced how the FBI operated. And yeah. I don't know if I said that the CIA thought that MLK was a communist, but it, but it was supposed to be the FBI. The FBI was, was it FBI. Okay. It was FBI. I think I may um, have misstated that. So, so get this. Uh, this is a quote from uh, a doctor conducting these innocent trials, not innocent, non-innocent trials. These Definitely not trials. innocent. Yeah. Um, it, it it reads, I have had several uh seven patients who have now been taking the drug for more than 42 days um 
the most amazing demonstration of drug tolerance I've ever seen. This doctor tried to break the tolerance by giving triple and quadruple doses of LSD to the inmates. What? <laughs> That's got to be uh, tripping that balls at that point. Insane. You're going to be on another planet. I mean, I've never had any... I don't have any experience whatsoever with psychedelics. Oh, so me I either. I, I don't, don't know, do any drugs. I don't know what... Well, neither of us do. Yeah, I don't... And I would never do psychedelic. I mean, I listen to JRE um, quite often, and I, I find the, the psychedelic... Uh, episodes super interesting yeah it's interesting to see how they could help like yeah I think they're veterans and people with PTSD crazy intriguing but I could never do that myself I'm not willing to take the risk of paranoia and not knowing the difference between reality and fantasy yeah also like I kind of go with the whole bad stereotype of like psychedelics follow that which like it kind of well a little bit like it kind of turns me off of them not that I would do them anyway but like I don't want to be known as the guy who does psychedelics yeah I feel like I mean, it's getting it's getting kind of off topic. We're getting yeah, we're, we're getting, getting we, off topic. We're gonna talk about that at some point. Definitely, we're gonna get into a lot more detail. Um, I have something here. Her- uh, heroin addicts were enticed into participating in LSD experiments in order to get a reward, which was heroin. This guy hallucinated for s- seventeen hours. What? Oh, he he was rewarded by he was rewarded with heroin. That's what they would give him really? for doing these. Yeah, yeah. Let's reward him with more drugs. Yeah. D- Oh my goodness. How unethical is that? Uh, like what severely. The lack of morality held by the CIA is just mind-boggling. Like, how could you sit there, say to someone, if you, if you do this LSD trial, you know, participate in this experience for us, or these experiments, then we'll give you heroin as a reward so you can, you know feed your addiction like that's that's a low low it's a very low but it also worked yeah definitely because there's nothing more that an addict wants than more drugs yes in in the moment there's nothing else on their mind besides that's how i feel about water what they need you know as soon as i start drinking a bottle of water <laughs> like, <"I> need more. <laughs> oh, i'm just kidding i don't drink any i don't drink nearly enough water but psychedelic trials um oh this Oh, I got a question for you. How do you think the government got these drugs? Um, and what do you think was, like, the budget for this project? Like, like you're asking me, how do you think they acquired the drugs? The illegal drugs? <laughs> was it... I don't know if it was... Sorry. I haven't read anything about whether or not they manufactured them themselves, like, chemists of the CIA, or if they... Do you know how, like the FBI and the DEA seizes huge amounts of mm. contraband from yeah. there be like cartels or just domestic drug dealers and they just keep it in lockup to keep it in evidence do you well, think no they don't they nip a little off for themselves <laughs> uh, do you think that any of the like evidence would be you like in this time would be given to the CIA oh wait hold on hold on find something weird coincidence um, as early as 1953, for instance, I don't know how to say this person's name, Sid Gottlieb, I think, uh, went overseas with a supply of hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic drugs, almost certainly LSD. What? Um, so maybe we got him overseas? I mean, yeah, it's, I guess it's possible. Yeah. I, I think that- Can you imagine being like a, a European or like- some 
foreign drug dealer and you just get an order from the United States CIA for like 2,000 pounds of LSD. You're like, uh, we just got a new order. CIA wants a ton of LSD. Just a, sh- just a shit ton of LSD. It? What do we charge it? Oh. I don't know what LSD goes for on the black market. I have no idea. Well, what are your current rates? <laughs> I have to look I, at my books. <laughs> yeah, like read the books. Um, I would think it's either jacked up price, so they don't mention to anyone that the CIA is buying this drugs, or like a lowered price at the event of the CIA just wiping them out. Wow. You know? Yeah. That's uh, that's so true. Like it's again, I'd say that's intimidation. If you, the CAA was getting drugs from a foreign country, and they were like, you know what, it's probably not a good idea to give the CAA drugs that they're gonna give to other people. I want at the same time the power of the United States. I'm not that I would ever get to that point where they would launch a military offensive because we didn't get sold LSD. But I think that it was definitely just a fear factor thing. Like, they mm. were scared, so why not just do it? If that was the case, if they were buying them overseas. It says here that the CIA initiated 144 sub-projects related to the control of human behavior. That's a lot. Yeah. That's not a small number. That's a big number. And project is not a small word either. A project is, like, a long time and a lot of people involved. Like some human trials can use like thousands of people. Was uh, was Manson in prison before they um, try it, did trials on him? Because I think the they, I think they were all prisoners. Yeah, I think from what I knew in the past, I thought it was that he, like he had minor offenses. I think I don't think mm-hmm. that he had anything. Look up his criminal record. I, I think it was. Uh, well, I just read that he was imprisoned for inappropriately touching a boy. Really. Yeah, I think that was... Well, I don't think he killed anyone, but I think that was something he probably embarked on. That's pretty bad, too. <clears throat> yeah. You don't come back from that one. No, no, no. Nope. Um, I want to try to learn more about uh, Charles Manson, because I think he's a like a a documented serial killer. Well, is he... Can you call him a serial killer? I don't know if he's considered... A serial a... influencer? <laughs> There's a lot of those nowadays. There's a lot of those. I'm surprised Charles Manson wasn't on TikTok. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, TikTok, Joe. If TikTok was around when Charles Manson was in his heyday, I think he would have been on it. You know, an, how- an influencer. That's what that's what influencers were back then. Yeah, it was people that wanted Just you to do things. Serial like killers. It's not, I don't think that's it, not even that far far off of what a current influencer is. No, they still want you to do things. Maybe it's not to the scope of going and killing other people. Mm. It's just give me money, donate to my stream, buy all my merch. Like, that's different type of influence. Kill these people. <laughs> yeah, kill these people. Um, I'll give you some LSD, and you can go kill a bunch of people. Oh, they were trying to create the perfect assassin. Is there such a oh, thing? Oh, oh yeah. Everyone's, everyone's got their flaws. Right. I think the perfect assassin is the expendable assassin. Yeah. One, you don't really care if, if something bad happens to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe that's why they use prisoners in their trials. Also, it's you don't suspect you don't suspect that. Like to me, uh, a trained assassin is like I don't know, maybe former military, someone who had like a rough childhood, but like can just get shit done. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you told me like the majority of government assassins were prisoners, I wouldn't believe it. 
Yeah, but I think it was more the sense that the CIA doesn't think that they have anything to lose, so why not just I, use... I think it's that, prisoners. and there's already, like, no records of them being in public. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see some guy that looks like... I don't know, who's a prisoner right now? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know of anyone super notable that's okay well anyway well, you okay, get you get okay, someone so who like the the guys who did the boston bombing the one guy that's oh still alive. uh sernayev yokar Sa- yokar sernayev i don't know yeah, yeah it's like you that. get someone like that you like walk across the street like someone looks similar you're just gonna be like oh that guy's in prison like weird coincidence that he looks alike yeah right you're not gonna think you're not gonna think oh the of it the government has this guy souped up on lsd souped up on he's gonna go fucking tripping balls on these drugs he's gonna go create a cult of uh, dozens yeah. of people and trick them and influence them into killing a bunch of other people you know what's crazy is you look back at at serial killers throughout past and you look at them and you just know they were a serial killer right like you don't need any information on them to know if you showed me a screen of a hundred people one of them was a serial killer mm-hmm. i could probably point them out probably yeah and i think and then you get like the ted bundy who kind of like yeah i mean he was a he was a lady killer wasn't he literally yeah (laughs) but uh fuck that's a bad that's a bad joke yeah i mean (laughs) he was a lady killer he killed it with the ladies and he also killed the ladies that's what i meant yeah um that he like and that's that's some serial killers specifically target one gender or the other or they have a certain subset of people that they they have a uh what's it called well they have like a signature yeah. But they have, like, a an, an MO. Is that what it's called? Yeah. An MO. So, like, they do something. That's how they get sing- caught. Every single time you, you would, commit a crime, you do the same thing. Was like, there no such thing as serial killer evolution? You would think they would change up their MO. I guess that's part of just the fantasy aspect of being this. <clears throat> just, sorry for the voice crack. Just about <laughs> it's been being, happening all day. It's been happening, happening a lot. Just being a serial killer, something isn't right in your mind. So you, you get loose. so much joy out of committing a murder or something you just have to leave your mark it's like it gives you notoriety if there's no way to know that it was you that's strong (laughs) it's good yeah it it is strong if there's no way to know that it was you and you leave your mark and people will be like wow this guy really did something something bad yeah they get they get fuel from that and it makes them want to keep doing it hmm Bad people. Don't be a serial killer. Yeah, don't be a serial killer. It's not hard, really. Don't take psychedelics from the CIA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you think it happened, though? You think they just, like, went into prisons and then took them out? Oh, absolutely not. I think it was an influence thing. I think it was like, <clears throat> hey, Charles, we are the CIA. You're in prison for the rest of your life. We have an opportunity for you. Oh, And, yeah. like, any way okay. to get out of that cell, I think... Mm-hmm. And it was it was probably like we're gonna take you out of the cell, we're gonna give you a place to live. All you have to do is take these drugs that I'm giving you. And so he probably had no clue what he was getting himself into, mm-hmm. unless he already was, you know, doing this stuff before. But, um, but it was probably like it's an it was probably an opportunity, not like you're forced to do. It. I mean, they they probably, I mean, I'm I'm I bet you they even gave him a choice. You think like you don't, you don't have to do it, but like we are the government's most powerful agency. But do you <laughs> think it was like, like we they came to him saying that they could help him, 
in whatever in oh, the situation that he oh, was in. Oh, maybe like maybe with his mental issues, like we can help you. Yeah, I didn't even think of but that. But really, that was just them turning yeah. him into someone Complete that they could use. Gaslighting. Who's, who's the real Ga- victim? Gaslighting here? is that the right? Just kidding. Charles Manson was not a victim. He sexually assaulted oh, no. a boy. No. Uh, not to say the CIA was in the right here because yeah, they certainly weren't. But the CIA was definitely not in the right on this case and others. But I have another thing here. Go so ahead. this says that most broadly, this is just um, some information relative to psychedelics. There's evidence that drugs that have the least effect on well-adjusted individuals with good defenses and good emotional control, and that anyone who can withstand the stress of com- competent interrogation in the walking state can do so in narcosis. So this is saying that people who are mentally mm. sound aren't as affected by drugs and psychedelics well, as someone who isn't mentally all there. Uh, well, we know people who have done psychedelics. Yeah. Um, and then from what I've heard, it's it's like a you need to be in the right mindset. So if you're already unstable, you're going to be so paranoid and so vulnerable. Yeah. Is, and is that the relationship that if you are already unstable mentally that you have a higher chance of becoming paranoid? Yeah. It's like... And able to follow orders, I guess. Yeah. I would think so. It's like if you... I mean... I think it's like if you have same way medically if you have pre-existing conditions you're more likely to get ill from other things right, like if he's right. already have if he already has pre-existing mental issues i mean this is only gonna fuck him up more mm-hmm. yeah that's oh i did oh i don't Dude, like it that'd be scary can you imagine just being fucking strapped to a chair it's I like, think all right, all, here, all try those, this because they had so many crazy methods of interrogation and like mind control stuff that they thought could induce mind control. Like you're strapped to a chair with leather, and they have on the tray next cool. to you they have a table full of like knives, scalpels, pliers, mm. needles with different chemicals in them. That's just crazy to me. Hold on. How's that ice? I love ice. Almost that ice. How much water did you get in there? Oh, there's not. No, that, that's fine. Water down a little whiskey. So what do we think about that? Should we give a, a mid-pod review? We're not even mid-pod yet. No, we're not this mid-pod. Guy, this guy's getting ahead of himself here. Um, we were... I guess it's kind of up to the viewers what they want, but we were considering going for a longer episode... Upwards of, that good? Yeah. Upwards of uh, two hours. What are we talking about? Yeah, somewhere around there. See where we get to. I, I think ultimately we just don't want to cut the episode short. I yeah. think we've been kind of prematurely saying like, "Hey, you want to wrap it up?" Yeah. Uh, well, last time, <laughs> if I can say a little bit about last time, we both had to pee really bad. Oh my god, and you have no really, idea. We were getting to the point like similar length to the first episode, and we didn't want to just like stop the audio and then come back it was like i don't know what time it was it was like eight and it was just i don't know we just were i was borderline peeing myself yeah we were we were getting up there and we were pretty not i mean we were i was drunk honestly (laughs) well when we hadn't had four beers in an hour in a long time yeah you don't realize it you're just like casually drinking like it's been a half hour we've had a glass of whiskey when you don't realize it because that's nuts yeah the time goes by and you're just casually picking up a cup every once in a while taking a swig well in in uh not in your defense what's the opposite of defense in your offense 
Yeah. Uh, right after the podcast, Luke went back for a swig of our first episode's review of the uh, that the rum is good. It's it, gone now. It was. Good. You can see. How'd that happen? How'd this happen? It wasn't me. No way. Yeah, that that rum was pretty good. I think it's it's hard for me to think of whiskey and rum in the same category among liquors. And we were talking about mm. doing liquors on one solid scale. I don't know if oh, that, that would be tough. Well, I guess it depends on how many episodes we end up doing with liquor reviews. I don't. Are we gonna do it every episode? I don't know. This is a big bottle. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna end up having a lot of leftover liquor. So but I don't know if we'll. I think we'll just. If we do enough of them, we should rate them separate. But if we don't end up doing enough liquor, because we do want to do some beer reviews. Like we haven't done a beer review yet. Yeah, I think we should get some IPA we reviews did Bush in there. Light, but that was that, like that doesn't count. Yeah, we both had Bush Light plenty of times. Um, so if I guess if we're gonna do enough reviews, we could rate them separate. But if we're doing a lot of beer, a lot of hard liquor, maybe some uh, some seltzers in there, um, then seltzers don't get me started. They're just gonna automatically get a zero as soon as we yeah. take a sip. Uh, then, then we won't have enough to rate them separate because you're gonna have like two in each category. Yeah, and uh, we also do this podcast like once a week just because we have classes and a bunch of other stuff going on. So it's yeah. not really. Have we mentioned we're both engineers? Yeah, have we mentioned we, we have a we lot have. of shit going on? We do have a lot of shit going on always, and rarely a free period. Well. Me personally, I like to get an early start on my work. Um, Luke's the type where he's like a wait till the night before, stay no, no, no. stay up till two a.m. kind of guy. I'm not like that anymore. And when I stayed okay. up till two a.m., that was like two days before it was due. Oh, all right. So but you didn't have to. I, was, I didn't have to choice. stay up till two a.m., but it was more of like I don't want to be doing this on Thursday night or Friday. So I was like, I'm gonna stay up till two a.m. and get this done, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I... I mean, Let's find some more value like information here. Oh, I, yeah. There's nothing. I don't think there's any other major that I would I would rather do. I know this is off topic, but like, <clears throat> could you see yourself doing anything else besides engineering? Um, no, I can't. I, I mean, I would love the life of some other majors, mm-hmm. but could I see myself doing them? No. I've been told. Um. I guess showed it to one of my friends I worked with this summer. Uh, he told me I looked like a business major when he first met me. Really? Because he said I looked like a tool. Is that an insult? No. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you're not you're not dressed up in a suit going to spend the university's money on stocks that are failing? Really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> not, um, to, not to... Not, not to downplay our business major friends. Not, yeah, not to well, downplay... Do we, do we have any? No. Yeah. No, yeah, not to downplay our business major friends, but... Um, it's just a failing stock market at the moment. Yeah. It's, you can't really do anything about There's it. There's no way to win. There's no way to make money right now. Yeah. Unless you get those like rare penny stocks that like do- the the Dogecoins. Dogecoin. I made I had I made seven hundred dollars on Dogecoin at one point, but I didn't sell it then, so I only mm-hmm. made like hundred bucks. Because I was like, uh, oh, it's gonna go up more. I guess we can talk about this another time, but I want to talk more at some point about our engineering careers. I have some questions for you, but I guess we'll wait. We'll yeah, talk we'll, about that another time. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah. Maybe next week. <clears throat> Back on topic a little. Sorry, bit. yeah. Back on topic. I mean, this th- we run this. We can say whatever we want, but we like to keep yeah, it generally, it. generally on topic. Some entertainment. 
I think, well, we don't, yeah, we also don't want the, the topic to be forced. All right, yeah. we're getting off topic again. Back, yeah. back on top, yes. back on track. Uh, oh, <laughs> this article called them <laughs> sexual psychopaths. What? Um, why? Because MK Ultra's programs often preyed on the most vulnerable members of society, so prisoners. Um, oh, so this uh, this is saying they were willing to give consent in exchange for extra rec time or commuted sentences. How oh. how fucked up is that? You get a guy who's got a life sentence for murder or for rape, and you're like, hey man. Let's, we'll get you out in 10 years. All you have to do is take these psychedelics and kill the people we tell you to kill. Yeah. How fucked up is that? Well, they're talking about it in the sense of like killing world leaders, kind of. Maybe not quite as far as world leaders. I don't know. Political figures, right? Mm. That could be anyone from Xi Jinping now, right? Like Putin. Yeah. Like Secretary of State, Russia. Something like that. I was about to say, <laughs> United States. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they'd be willing to do anything inside the United States. Do you think? You think they would? That's no. That's something else. Mm-hmm. You think they would? So, okay, well, actually. Oh, that's that's another. I, I don't know if I want to get off topic onto another CIA operation that was domestic. Mention it. Operation Northwoods. Yeah, we'll mention it, and if you uh, if you want us to talk more about it, um, let us know. We're, we're gonna, always open to feedback. We're gonna do another episode on this one. It's, it's best. Like, uh, sorry, side note: if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, um, which we're on both pl- platforms, mm-hmm. but it's best if you have feedback. Um, search us up on YouTube. That way you can comment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or if you know us personally, just send us a text. But all right, go on. Operation. Uh, uh, Operation Northwoods. Northwoods. So this okay. is a. I'm just going to give a very brief overview. This is the CIA's plan uh, in the 1960s. This is when JFK was in office to commit domestic acts of terror. I'm not going to list what they are at all. Commit domestic acts of terror. You can think what you want of that. Mm. It means a lot of things. Um, I already know exactly what you're talking about, but go ahead. To try and, and they would blame it on the Cubans so that the United States would have a reason to go to war with Cuba. I think that still happens yeah so that's just that's so that doesn't corrupt yeah that doesn't (laughs) i don't know i think that gives some evidence to the fact that the cia wouldn't be afraid to do something domestic in terms of the lsd experiments like you they were already doing something they were they were they were they were doing trials on whether or not they were in prison or not, they were doing trials on U.S. citizens. Yeah. And these U.S. citizens who were already bad people were just killing some innocent people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, they were doing experiments on people like Manson, and, like, he was going off, and he was getting people into his group, and they were going off Ooh. and killing people. But then they, It wasn't necessarily that they were killing important people, but people are people. But they could play it off Still. as, like, oh... We, as the CIA, we didn't kill those people. Right. Charles Manson right. did. And I think that's that's part of the reason why there's no repercussions for their actions is because they're, mm. they're like the third cousin. Like, they're not even related. 
Like, they influenced... Whoa! Go on. No, tell me what no, you no, mean no, by no, that. No, no, no. Please. I, it's, just a, it's just an analogy. So, they're not related to... The, they're only related to Manson because they su- supposedly influenced them. Hey, and Siri. Some people say... Play Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> some people may say there's no evidence of that. And then Manson yeah. influenced these other people to kill people. So, the CIA's argument, if they had to argue this in court, would be that they didn't influence Manson... That, influence these other people they just okay well if i experiments on manson that's it um again luke and i are good friends i would never say this but if i like convince if i like push you to um kill yourself yeah and you do it that's that's still like that's premeditated murder right yeah that's a on crime. my part and, and that's, that's a crime well is that not what the cia was doing but they didn't it, is it the same or if as... I, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. But if I tell you to go kill... If I, like, yeah. repeatedly, like, hammer into your mind, you need to go kill this person. And every day I see you, I say, you need to go kill this person. And then I start feeding you drugs and you're panicking. And I say, you need to go kill this person. And you kill that person. I mean, it's... At that point, if, if these people were schizophrenic, uh, it might not even be... They might not even be aware of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Although it still falls on you. And then nothing happens to me. I'm not saying like I, I I think the CIA CIA does a lot of good, um, in terms of intelligence, but no repercussions. Yeah, but I think the, the the way that the CIA worked with Manson was like it's not like they're telling him to kill himself or go kill other people. They're teaching him how to influence people by the way that they're influencing him, using the same drugs, so that those people that he influences can go out and kill people. I think they were also telling him to influence people to kill people. Well, I, w- I would imagine that they probably were, but... I, it probably got out of control. They, like, their hands were clean look afterwards. At, look at this dude. What do you think that is? I don't want to know. Is it a needle? Yeah, but he's just squirting into his mouth. <sighs> oh, that was LSD. Oh my god, liquid LSD? Oh, what? Right into his mouth. Why does he look like he's enjoying it? Ooh, ooh, okay, question. Um, clearly, this was not solely CIA. You don't get someone who's, like, CIA-trained administering these drugs. There were some doctors involved. Mm-hmm. All right, so my two questions are, what were the incentives for the... Actually, three questions. What were the incentives to the doctors? What were they getting in return? So I guess those kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, like, did they know what they were doing? And... Did they think it was the right thing, or did they just not care? Well, this is a question of whether or not that the doctors that worked for the CIA, and especially this project in particular, were they separated? Like, did they work for big CIA, or did they work for this subgroup that operated mm-hmm. around the MK Ultra conspiracy? So, so did they su- did they like su- subcontract a branch to do these experiments so it wouldn't fall back on the CIA? Is that what you're saying? Um, I guess I'm saying that did the doctors who worked for the CIA know that they were doing it. For that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Wait, maybe, maybe. Like that's, well, that's a question of more of uh, like finance. Psychotherapy is a thing. Psychotherapy people. is real, and it's. I believe it's being done like to this day, mm-hmm. uh, where you know psychedelics are proven to help people with depression, anxiety, mental issues, and such. Um, so, did these doctors maybe at the time think they were just helping these people? Probably. I think that they might not have known that the CIA was using LSD to 
influence them. Dream killers. <laughs> yeah, I think that doctors might have seen that these people, these prisoners, most of them were just people that were already crazy, and they were trying to see what they could do to maybe get them on a path, a better path. So like, if the okay. CIA could tell them, like, oh, you're not. <sighs> You're not crazy. Like, you're fine. You're fine. You're normal, yeah. Then they would be like, oh, yeah, we've actually helped these people to uh, to believe that they're not actually mentally insane. Mm. And maybe they didn't know so much about the part of the CIA giving them LSD to try and kill people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Tough, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, the, you know what the worst part of all this, too? Is we, we will never know. Think about it. I mean, this was happening in the 50s. Probably carried into the 60s, maybe. Mm -hmm. And it's now... 60, 70 years later. Yeah. And, like, it, it it's unheard of. Like, I'm guessing half of you listening probably never heard about I'd, this. I'd say at least half. At least half have never heard about this. It's not being investigated. Like, no one gives a shit at all about all this happening. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna know. They're not gonna release any more documents on this. No. And even what they released, like, a lot of this is... Like, we're looking through this, it's... It's generic information, it's in my opinion. It's, it's also jargon. Like, it's government stuff. They're just talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, identification and characterization, characterization of drugs that could influence human behavior. But it doesn't necessarily go into super specific detail about what those drugs were and how they were administered i well this one right here shows besides, besides yeah this picture some of the stuff that tyler's um, presented i i think they had to have been keeping like detailed picture? yeah i can send you this picture i i think they had to have been keeping journals of everything they were doing um right. and this this was a time before computers so yeah well there there has to be this is like all, hard this copies is all of this typewriting. um I'm guessing, I'm guessing there's stuff that says, like, uh, at 3.42, administered Charles Manson, you know, one dose of LSD. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a half hour later, they're like, Charles Manson begins to hallucinate um, things he's seeing. Thing. Like, there has to be some record of that. Yeah. Well, I have something here. So, although information about the use of drugs was generally withheld from these organizations, so I'd say that'd be other organizations of the government, not the CIA, um, <clears throat> cooperation with them necessarily jeopardize, jeopardizes security of the CIA interest in these materials. Cooperation also placed the American government in a position of complicity in actions which violated the rights of the subjects, which may have violated the laws of the country in which the experiments took place. Can you believe that? I'm sorry. Did they just openly admit they were breaking the law? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily an admission of guilt, but they're saying that um, giving out more information about the use of drugs for, to other organizations outside of the CIA would place the rights of the subjects in, like, it would violate the civil rights of the subjects. As if they weren't already violating yeah, they were the civil already... rights of the subjects. Breaking the law and violating, yeah. But wow. Okay, here's a question though. Okay. If they're using prisoners to do their trials, do they have civil rights to begin with? Um, I talked about this in a in a government class um, that I took a while back, and I, I can't remember. I don't think so. Do do prisoners have the right to vote? No. Uh, Vermont. 
At least Vermont. Just, I know. In, okay, I also I think I, it's I dependent on the the crime. Right. So I don't think murderers can vote, but I think. Oh yeah, no. I uh, yeah, nonviolent. Um, like a DUI, I can't imagine they take away your right to vote. No, I don't think so. Unless the unless the candidates start coming out but, with like, I mean, oh, we support DUIs, but uh, yeah. So in that case, like, well, prisoners do have uh some civil rights. I mean, freedom of speech, you can't really take that away. Yeah. So. Mm, um, well, just being alive and being an American gives you some civil rights. Yeah, but I guess there's a difference between civil rights involving yourself as a free person that hasn't committed a crime. And if you're a prisoner, like say, I don't know, like you launder money, for example. Mm-hmm. And you go to jail for, I don't know, a couple of years. Yep. It's not that long. Um, you still can't vote for the rest of your life. So, mm. I guess civil rights doesn't include just voting, right? It's like your right to not be necessarily discriminated against by certain values of your person. I don't. Yeah, but then when you get out of prison, you have the right to property. You have the mm-hmm. right to land. Yeah, you just can't vote. Um, so, I guess you still have most of the rights that everyone who hasn't gone to jail has besides voting. Yeah. Which, how important is voting? Getting off topic, but like... Well, being someone who um, lives in Massachusetts, my... Well, okay, I don't want to, like... I don't know how political we should get. But, like, my vote doesn't matter. Right. right. Massachusetts will always be a blue state, regardless if I'm blue or red. Massachusetts will always be a blue state. I can go vote you know, as many times as I want. Yeah. It's it's going to be blue regardless. Say, for example, he went and voted like 20,000 times as a Republican. It still wouldn't it's, change. It still wouldn't change. Matter. And that, that doesn't mean to say that, like... You should vote. I encourage everyone to vote. Yeah. It's not, it's not to say that Massachusetts is necessarily, like, corrupt. It's just saying that... I live in a Democratic state. There's more Democrats in Massachusetts. And if he yeah. goes and votes Democrat, it's not going to matter. If he goes and votes Republican, it's not I mean, that's matter. like... Same with me. It's we I live in Mass, too. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's... it's um, Besides, like, local elections, I think local are, elections, are important. Yeah, matter. Because I think... I want to say my local town has some Republican representatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's pretty mixed. But... Uh, I mean, it works the same way. You go to some like Midwestern states or like some like Southern states. If you're, you know, if you're a Democrat, your vote isn't gonna influence anything. It's really like take Texas for example, Republican state, always a red state. But you get like Austin, Houston, um, all those like big cities in Texas that will always be blue. But the you know the population isn't big enough to sway the vote but i don't think that's any reason to not go vote and i think in this upcoming election we're going to see that a lot more yeah just like in the last one i think there was like in the, the last one of people but i over. i mean we have a lot of friends in general um I, I have a lot or we have a lot of friends who claim to be independent um because they're not informed enough on politics which i i think it's great like if you don't know anything about politics don't don't pick a side Right. All right, because you're picking a side based on what your parents told you or what your friends told you. Mm. If you're going to be, if you don't know enough about politics, be independent and vote for the candidate that you support with with their agenda. 
Um, but there were so many people that just didn't vote in this past election. Yep. That's true. And I mean, I, there always is. It's uh, even in this one. It, I mean, I guess this one's like fifty percent. There's still like fifty percent of the country doesn't vote. Let me vote. put it this way: my vote in Massachusetts doesn't matter, but I can tell you what matters even less is a is a vote that isn't cast. Is it is you not voting? That matters even less. Yeah, that's that's very true. Because I mean, you sound you, like Taylor Swift right now. Oh, shut up. Don't tell me that. That's like the worst insult. <laughs> you remember you that Instagram post where she, yeah. she put it out? She's like, oh, everybody has to go vote. I don't care who you well, are. I don't, like care, the, I don't care what side no, you're on. No, but here's the thing. There's those it's there's weird. those famous figures like The Rock. Sorry, I don't want to call it The Rock because, I mean, I like him as an actor and, and stuff. But Yeah, The Rock's cool. But, like, you get The Rock on Instagram, who I'm pretty sure he was a lifelong Republican. And then, um, again, I don't want to pick any po- political sides here, but he gets on... Um, Instagram this past election and he's just like I think it was Biden. He was just like endorsing Biden. Why do you have the power? First of all, you shouldn't have the power to endorse Biden. But now you have his like multi-million followers on Instagram who are mm-hmm. looking at this who have no clue about politics who are like, oh my god, I love The Rock. He's so hot. Like he's so big. Oh my <laughs> god, like look at him. He's my favorite actor. He's gonna vote for Biden. So should I. Right. And so you get all these people who have no education on politics who who see this this video and he's and he's making this video about endorsing Biden and his caption is like go vote. Like you should not you should not go without a vote this election. Like you need to vote. And so now these people who follow the rock feel like they have to vote. And if their only if their only influence is the rock telling him that he supports Biden, they're going to vote for Biden. And I'm not saying this for this specific election. This happens every time. And, and like, the same thing happened for Trump, I'm sure. So, like, there's both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that was just the first example that came to mind. So, I, I think the, the biggest takeaway, we're super off topic, but the biggest takeaway from all this is get educated on politics. Yep. Like, read about it. Yeah. You don't have to pick a specific news source. Be careful what news source you pick because all news sources are biased. Like CNN, super biased. Fox News, also super biased. Like, yeah. I, I won't mention which one I listen to or, or read about, but. I don't watch the news. Today, yeah, nowadays I, they're both. Like, hard. every every side of, of um, news is biased. I mean, you want to get real. Like, you want to get real political. Watch C SPAN. That's just recording. I mean, it's boring as, as hell, but yeah. like that is just, yeah. it's recordings of everything. So ultimately, I think you should um, research, you know, research what each side's agenda generally is. And mm-hmm. there's going to be overlap, obviously, but like get educated, get educated and vote. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think based on what you said, the best way to look into a specific candidate even is to just look at the. Um, look at the decisions that Watch they would debates. be making. Debates are big. Yeah, yeah, debates too. But um, look at things that they have proposed, um, like certain issues and solutions that they've proposed, and see what you think. Look into the issue itself and see what you think about it. Because then, and then that will help you decide which candidate has the solution that more fits what you believe in. Yeah, and also I would encourage you to look at not only what that candidate has proposed, but what they've done. Because I can't tell you how often in politics um, there's things that are proposed and never done. Um, That's like most of the time. 
That's like most of the That's time. something we should get into at a at another episode. Another We're gonna have episode. to fit a lot of stuff in the next week. Might have to do like mashup. Yeah. Just go nuts. Anyway. A little- so we're gonna get yeah. Let's get back yeah, on topic back a little bit. We, okay, we're having some having some good fun. <laughs> we're 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 actually communicating telepathically right now. Yeah, we're, we know exactly mm-hmm. what we're. I found some more some more dirt on the MK Ultra. Okay, so let's hear it. This is more about like like stuff. I I did not know this, and you probably didn't know this either. Um, the research and development phase was conducted through standing arrangements with specialists in universities, pharmaceutical houses, hospitals, state and federal institutions, and private research organizations in a manner which concealed from the institutions what the CIA was doing. So it it, it concealed the CIA interests from the mm. companies and the institutions that they were using to do their research. So they didn't know what they were doing? The people No, no, not at all. And it doesn't go into that much detail. Um, it says the research and development phase was succeeded by a phase involving physicians, toxicologists, and other specialists in mental narcotics in general hospitals and prisons who were provided the products and findings of the basic research products and proceed with intensive testing on human subjects. That is fucking crazy. Um, kind of crazy that you, that I just saw this. Uh, so this is also on the topic of MKUltra. Uh, after extended discussions, the participants agreed that to truly understand the value of a drug, an unwitting experiment would be desirable. And unwitting being like, they didn't know about it. Like, mm-hmm. unknowledgeable. Well, I feel like this is at a time where, like, the, even in hospitals, they used, they had crazy methods of, like, helping you get better. Morphine? Yeah. They'd give you morphine like it was candy. Yeah. Mor- and... and Morphine is something that's used in hospitals today. Still. Yeah, and it's a but it's it's, con- it's con- a little more controlled now. Yeah, it's more controlled, but it's still a crazy. It's still mm. it's a drug. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy pain reliever, like instant relief. Like, and you're you're high as balls. Take don't do this, but take like forty Advil. <laughs> yeah, that will like destroy your liver. Yeah, but well, you die. But um, that's I guess morphine you, is, is. I guess that's as close as you would get to understanding what morphine's like, like a like a dr- few drops of morphine versus yeah. like twenty Advil. But taking 20 Advil is horrible for you. But, like, what effects does taking two, a few drops of morphine have? Probably, it's probably similar. I would imagine it's it does not, permanent damage. It's still not good for you. Yeah. And and they were just... They weren't... I don't know. If, it doesn't say whether they were shooting these people up with morphine as well. Besides the LSD. But... Um, uh, well, I mean, we just read that they see. were being rewarded with heroin. So, you never know. Yeah. Um, morphine can be abused. It's also... Addictive. Uh, are psychedelics addictive? I don't not, know. Not physically, because you have those physically addictive drugs. I think it's similar with weed. It's mentally addictive. You just, you would just you, rely on it. You rely on it, and like, some people can't sleep if they don't smoke. Yeah. Well, they don't like have whatever. I don't know if it's the same yeah. if you're like having... That's popular nowadays. Yeah, it is. That's... I don't know. And not to say that weed's definitely not the worst drug. No, no, weed's no. It's probably no. one of the ones that's, I guess, no. healthier for you. Not that any drug is healthy for you. Not that alcohol is healthy for you. Um, everything in moderation, no, I'd alcohol's say. alcohol's the worst of them. Yeah, probably. I mean... But I guess it's preserving your lungs. It's not... You know, I heard uh, there are two drugs in this world that will kill you. Um, what's, what's it called when you get off of a drug? Withdrawal. With, yeah, there are, there are two drugs that will kill you when you're in withdrawal. 
and that's alcohol and benzodiazepines which are like oh the yeah antidepressants i think yeah and that's an entirely different conversation about like antidepressants and how they affect the human brain <laughs> yeah that's that's another episode and how doctors prescribe them but write that write that down write that down um put in your notes i'm just gonna take that i'll put a little pin in it <laughs> i'm just gonna pin <laughs> that's it that's honestly the, the best idea um but yeah drugs don't do them drugs if you can avoid it don't do them oh my god i just read the craziest thing Go ahead, i don't know how much of this i'm gonna have to read um this is going to be an this is an excerpt from one of the documents we have anytime an agent has been forced to cooperate you can take it for granted that he has two things in his mind he's looking for a way out and for revenge given the slightest opportunity he will hit you right between the eyes blackmail could backfire in unexpected ways john stockwell remembers an agent in southeast asia who wanted to quit the case officer leaned on the guy and said look friend we still need your intelligence and we have receipts you signed which we can turn over to the local police the agent blew his brains out leaving a suicide note regretting his cooperation with the cia and telling how the agency had tried had tried to blackmail him it caused some problems within the local government holy shit yeah that's crazy okay operation it's midnight climax you're gonna like this one too kind of goes along that mm -hmm. i just read this um so CIA's initial experiments were shockingly unethical. Well, not shockingly unethical. I mean, it's, I feel like it's pretty clear that it's unethical. But um, the agency generally dosed single targets, finding volunteers when they could, sometimes slipping the drug into the drinks of fellow CIA employees. Over time, these LSD experiments grew increase, increasingly elaborate. Perhaps one of the most notorious of these projects was Operation Midnight Climate. They were drugging their own. What the fuck? I guess this is this is under the umbrella of MK Ultra. This is like the CIA this drugging their own. This happened during employees. MK Ultra. This I have a similar thing here about how case officers. This says they always tried to weave an ever tightening web of control around their agents. So mm. like in this case. They tried to. They were gonna blackmail well, this guy if he didn't you, cooperate with them. So he was already helping them, and if he wanted to stop, and they said, "We will release the information that you've given to us to the authorities, and you'll probably go to jail." Mm, you can't. Then you can't be himself. a CIA operative without having leverage on you. Without them having leverage on mm -hmm. you. Like you, if you become a, a member of the CIA, it, it's like, first of all, you're there probably most of your life if not your yeah, you life. probably you probably never like, get out you know you know uh well you, i mean you have like uh clearance like clearance right and then at what level of clearance is that at, that's the highest classified that's the highest they offer yeah uh, is that the highest classified well, i think it goes secret top secret classified maybe maybe with a couple in between Okay. Um, but you you already know like you you have an agreement that you can't disclose of any of the information. But also you know that this agency you're part of has the power to destroy your life if you were. Sorry. I need to take my hat off for for a little. Oh, I just hit my stand. To destroy your life if you ever disclose the information. I can take mine off too, but my hair doesn't look quite as nice as Luke's. My hair is flat. I've had I've had head, but. Um, Probably yeah, I, that's is that just. Do you think the CIA still operates that way? I mean, this is like fifties and sixties. One hundred percent. It's worse now, in my opinion. So. Oh yeah. Well, because the the CIA is doing even shadier shit than they ever have been. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, let me put it this way. 
and this 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 is either gonna blow your mind or you're just gonna flat out agree but this stuff was happening happening in the 50s and 60s people during the 50s and 60s didn't know about this right and so right now you and i are sitting here and we're like oh like this shit's probably not going on well i believe it is but you might not think it is what's gonna happen in another 60 70 80 years when documents get released of what was going on right now we're gonna we're i mean we might not ever see it but like it's gonna be fucking nuts right and and there's no way for the uh, operations like this to continue without some sort of data being recorded or evidence that it happened and you can't you can't really destroy it yeah i mean especially now with computers i don't know like well think of well that's, here's, that's here, hard to think no, about here's the thing that's that crazy though write it down so like picture this you got like a computer you got your computer and like you got all your school data and stuff on there you got everything on there and like you like spill a drink on it and you're like oh no i lost everything you don't think that information is somewhere like the whole the cloud nowadays uh, yeah i think that goes back to that the conversation of the cloud that we had i think it was last episode we? well we, i oh, think we yeah, talked a little bit about it briefly um but even that like even i mean you can take data off of a, a destroyed hard drive mm -hmm. and and even when like the fact that you have a search history the fact that cookies exist and when nice. you go on a website and you see ads for things you recently searched or even fucking thought of you ever think of something and then you start getting ads for it that that is like the worst thing that happens to me quite and, often and it's terrifying but like you don't think all of your data is isn't saved on like a million computers somewhere mm -hmm. yeah and I, I imagine that the power of the servers of the cia and secret projects of the cia are like the most powerful Why servers ever. GPUs and CPUs are so expensive right now. <laughs> CIA is buying all the CIA GPUs and CPUs. Owns all of them. Um, CIA's got the new Ryzen 9. It goes crazy. <laughs> uh, if any of you, are, you know anything store, about computers, then you might understand that joke. But. You can store everyone's data as well as game. Yeah. CIA has the what could you run? Most powerful gaming PCs in the world. What could you run on a CIA computer? You can, uh, you could run ray tracing on Minecraft, probably like a thousand frames. I don't think there are yeah. monitors that go that high. Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine on like, Five. Yeah, Unreal Engine oh Five God. on maximum graphics. Oh, if we're getting off topic again, fuck. fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is our podcast. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, for real. Um. <sighs> All right. We just, we're a little bit past an hour. Yeah. We're still going. We're going strong, actually. How you feeling? Um, well, I think it's drink o'clock. Go ahead. Drink o'clock? Like, you need a drink? I think, yeah, I think I want another we drink. We need some more ice. You want to go get ice? I can go get ice. Can you entertain the podcast yeah, for a Yeah, I'll minute? entertain the podcast. Just, uh, Good luck. Luke's nothing without me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so the what I was saying about the guy who killed himself, the CIA kind of blackmailed this guy, or at least threatened to blackmail him. They were talking about how blackmail could backfire in unexpected ways. Um, this is the only example I've found of confirmed blackmail attempts by the CIA. I don't really know what else what other kind of kinds of blackmail they had. I imagine it was mostly we're going to turn you in. 
release the information that you've given us to the authorities and he'd kind of arrest you. Um, but Tyler found the example of the CIA drugging its own employees and putting, I don't know if they were roofies or I think they were like LSD tablets in their drinks. They take the LSD tablets and uh, they'd have some serious issues. They'd be tripping balls, and CIA would be like, "Oh no, we're fine." They it, like to them, it would make them seem like the CIA was protecting. Them. Welcome back. Because they would think that they probably didn't know that the CIA was putting LSD in their drinks. They probably thought it was oh, someone yeah. else. I actually did read about that. They were just sneaking it in. They were sliding it right. Yeah, in they there. probably thought it was just some random person. They were, and then uh, I don't know. This is like crazy stuff to think about. Oh, how kind of you. Don't you have an ice maker? Yeah. Is that what this is from? No, no, this is from the ice maker on the fridge, but the, maybe we should set up the ice we maker. We should set up the ice maker down here. That would okay. be, that would be, yeah. So it's only, nice. it's a pain in the ass to get to fill it with water. Mm, oh yeah. But yeah. Honestly, how, much, how much water does it hold? Like a liter, maybe something like that. It makes the ice quick. If we, yeah, we could, yeah, we could fill it. It would be plenty of ice for the podcast. That's something to think about. <laughs> Certainly. Oh. <laughs> uh. I think I went a oh my god! Here. You, you're pouring a lot for yourself. Right, no, 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 no. I, I didn't say I wanted more. No, you, you can pour a little more. Yeah, that's fine. This this mind control shit has got me thinking of like, what if somehow I ended up in prison, doing something stupid, right? What would you do to get in prison? Ooh, <laughs> what would you do get in to get in prison? What would you do? I don't know, speeding. Can you speak? You won't go to prison for speeding. <laughs> that was. That it would was, take a lot. That was stupid of me to say. Yeah, that was really fucking. Um, all right, hold on. Speeding. We're gonna get off topic for a quick second. If there was, if there was one crime you could commit, and have it never happen again. So once you commit it, it will like never happen throughout history. What would it be? Um, probably street racing, and I think you can go to prison for street racing. No, no, I'm not saying it's legal now. I'm saying you like it will never happen again. Like, what do you I, mean, like the crime? Yeah. So like, if I if I rob a bank, right, and I commit that crime, it will never happen throughout history again. So like, obviously, I mean, what's the worst crime? Rape or murder? Like, can you bring yourself to do that for it to never happen again? It's another. This is my second question of morality. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd commit any murders or anything like that. Yeah, no, I, I don't think but I'd like, either. I guess in the scope of what I was talking about, like what crime would I commit that would get me in jail if it wasn't yep. legal for this supposed period of time? I don't know, honestly. Street racing. I think that can get you in prison. Yeah, but then you're taking away everyone's <laughs> opportunity to street race. How? Because you can never, no one oh, can ever commit oh, the crime again. Okay, I misunderstood what you were yeah, saying. Yeah. So no one can ever do that thing again. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that really. And and then I it's like, can you'll... you go like general? Can I just say like robbery in general? Rob like a jewelry store. So like, can I just go to Cumbies and take like some M and M, some like Skittles? You love Skittles. Can I take a pack of Skittles and no one will ever rob a bank again? I don't know. Or do you have to get more specific? Like. Be well, a bank robber. Do you like you know like the heists in movies where they steal hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah. Like if you could do something like that, that would be cool. Even though it's illegal. Okay, it would be cool. But like 
That's that's something that's rewarding for Next you. Next episode, Luke and I are going to talk about our plan to rob a bank. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, I, I, it baffles me how banks are still able to be robbed. With today's technology, yeah, it's, it's it shouldn't happen. You know, most of this, the, the the stacks of money have trackers. And the idiots who robbed the trackers banks, and yeah, they don't know that the trackers are in the money. They just take the money thinking it's normal. They don't think anything. I mean, of the it. fact that we know that they should know that. These people are fucking dumb. I think is what we're. Mm, we're getting that. <sighs> Can. Oh my god! I have another. Do, do bank robberies about, still happen often? I don't know. Um, I haven't ever heard of a bank robbery robbery anywhere around where I live. So I. Hmm. Well, you you live like. The boonies. You live in Bumfuck, right? It's n- don't call it that. It's Bumfuck. It's Bumfuck. I like living there. You would like living there too. I would love living there. I don't like that. I don't it's like cities. BFE. You know what BFE stands for? Bumfuck Egypt, the middle uh, of fucking okay. nowhere. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Well, I was gonna say Bumfuck Mass, but yeah, but I'd say where I live is probably the most scenic part of Massachusetts. <laughs> what makes it scenic? There's rivers waterfalls oh, land, okay, yeah, yeah. thousands okay, that makes and thousands and thousands of acres of land that is untouched by humans at least at least there's no houses on it like i can go mm. behind my house and there's thousands of acres of government land and you're not allowed I mean, to build on it do you own any land yeah well i don't personally it's my family's no shit <laughs> <laughs> well i don't want to be that person that's like yeah i own like a thousand acres of land it's all mine like no not mine because i'm 21 years old and i still live with my parents when i'm not living <laughs> in college yeah right? no I'm, yeah i'm saying like dude when you go home you have land yeah i can tell you a funny story like a good thing about having land like we have a bunch of land so when my brother was nine i was six we had this old white station wagon we used to drive around our property to just drive it around my brother could barely see above the steering wheel we'd use a uh, knife how old's your brother he's 24 now oh so older older yeah yeah he's three years older than me okay but we used to drive that thing around we'd st- he'd stick a knife in the ignition to get it started get it started would yeah. you you whip that thing around yeah whip we called it white lightning thing. white lightning nice you I still have white lightning no we got yeah. rid of it like a couple years after that's tough that time period i think that was fun i imagine and like just growing up driving atvs around like driving a car was never do you have a do you have any like dirt bikes or quads um you look like I, a dirt bike kid. I'm not a dirt bike kid. No, but I, yeah, I, I know bikes, you look like one. Yeah, I've ridden I, mini bike, I don't, mini I've bikes, never ridden a dirt bike. I've never had the opportunity to want to kill myself by hitting a tree. Really? My the property that I live on is very very dense woody forest. Woody and like okay. the trails trails have huge roots everywhere and it's just like not really That's not necessarily the, dirt bike adrenaline territory. Adrenaline rush. It's part yeah, of the I have a, we have a side by side though. Uh, I rip that yeah. thing around. Yeah, we used to have is more it a, is it a razor? No, no, it's not a, a Honda Pioneer. Okay. Not as serious as a razor. Yeah. I think a razor would be too wide for a trail. We like the trails are like not that wide. Yeah, yeah. But we can get more into that after. I found another thing about MK Ultra. Getting back on topic. Not we're the, really, not the getting we're off really topic. bad at staying on topic. Not the getting off topic is bad. Like, no. We're just talking about ourselves. Um In ni- the nineteen seventies, thousands of soldiers were unwittingly ga- given LSD. They were they had, soldiers. Yeah, they'd been told they were testing gas masks and protective gear. The army also exposed up to three thousand soldiers to, 
what is BZ? A power, uh, BZ, okay, this is what it says. A powerful hallucinogen under development as a chemical weapon. The drug attacks the nervous system, causing dizziness, vomiting, and immobility. Thousands more participated in a medical volunteer program testing nerve gas, vaccines, and antidotes. Mm. Soldiers, you know, okay. There's a, there's a difference between testing on prisoners and testing on soldiers. Who are there who are to protect innocent, our country. Who protect our country, who are innocent, who haven't committed any crimes. You're testing a chemical weapon on United States military. How does mm. that make you feel? <laughs> Nothing. Not not that they're doing this today. I don't know. I mean, they could. I guess they could be. Well, have you watched Terminal List? I've watched the first episode. That's it? Dude, that's a good show. When do I have time to watch shows? I still haven't finished yeah, Breaking fair. Bad. Our, we, we dedicate our free time to this podcast. And, yeah, uh, like... Not that I would be watching a show within this period of time on a Friday. No, but but, but like we do work during our free. So anyway, um, once, once I graduate and get a job, I'll have time to watch Terminals. So I have to wait a year. <laughs> no, I'll get to it. So Maybe uh, next semester. I guess not as busy. Uh, if you've seen the show, you know where I'm getting at. If you haven't, then watch it. So I, I can't talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for Luke. But thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I guess I can't even say what I want to say because it would spoil it. Go as, be as vague as you can be. Um, I guess if the government wanted to experiment on people, they would. Mm -hmm. Even if some thought it was the right thing to do, some knew it wasn't. You so like you have no clue. You have no clue what I mean because you haven't watched enough of the show. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I guess, well, ultimately, if you live in the United States, the government can do whatever they want to you. Yeah, this it is... Doesn't matter. Like, and especially, especially if you work for the military. Do you know how many people are out there right now fighting for something they don't believe in? Exactly. I mean, this is a question of the moral compass of the United States government. Excuse the, me. The what? The United States government. Like, no, what? no, no, no. The, the, the moral compass the United States government yeah the moral compass so it's like the, where, where is there the, such thing yeah where do their morals lie well yeah like my, what my, is good in their mind and what is bad in their mind my point is I think uh, you've never heard moral compass no before? I know what the term means I'm saying our government doesn't fucking have any morals yeah okay I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like where does it lie do you think they care about soldiers are, I feel like soldiers are similar they're just no, on to them Oh man, I don't mean like to... you sent soldiers to Af Afghanistan and Iraq after 9/11. Soldiers are sent out with the full intention of them never coming back. Yeah, and, the, and people sign up for that. That is crazy. Do that... they know they signed up for it? I mean, if so, I think the only time that I would sign up to be a soldier if there wasn't a draft was if there was a war. Because I believe in fighting something that's bigger than yourself. If there was a draft, would you wait for the draft or would you enlist? If it got to that point, I probably enlist. Yeah, because I, 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 I think I think I think I'd rather me go than someone who's not I mentally capable of yeah, doing yeah. that. Someone who someone who doesn't have an option. But mm. not to say that me enlisting will lead to that, right? Oh, but you and but you. I mean, essentially, you take one person off the list who has to, who has to be enlisted. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be tested on like by hallucinogens. I mean, the the mm. farthest that I've known about it like my brother was in the marines like you have okay. to go in the gas chamber i didn't know this about you you have to do tear gas yeah <clears throat> so but that's not the same as like a chemical weapon 
like Agent Orange in Vietnam. That shit was fucking crazy. Oh, that caused like birth defects. That caused like genetic issues. Yeah, for like decades after. Oh yeah, that was like that. I mean, that's like radiation. Like this, the morality of war. Like there is no there, morality. There's no like, morality. Like there's of a war. Geneva yeah. Convention and shit. Like that's supposed to okay. supposed to limit wait, 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 what wait, wait. you can do. Technically, I mean, you're not supposed to take prisoners of war, mm-hmm. right? You're not supposed to like torture. That stuff happens. That goes on. What are they gonna do? No, like if you torture someone, you'd be like, yeah, Geneva Convention. Like, and I, it's like I, uh, it's like their word against ours. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't even. Do you think there should be rules to war? I mean, because then, do you remember? Um, not to get too graphic, but do you remember a couple years ago there were the videos of like terrorists like cutting off people's heads yeah, and stuff. Yeah, beheading, the ISIS yeah, beheadings, beheading, yeah. the ISIS beheadings. Um, I mean, we were getting videos of those. Did you ever see one? I, I never watched one, no. I, I saw one and I, it's something I will, I don't have many regrets in my life, but it's, it's something I do regret. So you, watching. you, you don't wish, you, you I wish, wish you I, had never watched. I it. wish I had never okay. watched. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so like there's, there's pretty much anywhere else doesn't have really many rules to war and if if we can get sent videos of that of people doing that to innocent americans why the fuck would we have rules that we can't do the same to them Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not saying like an eye for an eye is always the right answer because i don't think i don't think violence fixes violence because then you're just creating more violence um i think in some ways war is necessary but i mean you like you get some high level terrorists or some high level um, foreign military official or something, and they they know something that could save a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. Do you think they should be able to be tortured to get that information out? Um, I think not non lethal. Well, I think I think non lethal torture. I think a good example of this is World War Two, right? Like okay. it's a, it's a perfect example. Like the United States didn't have to join the war. Like the mm. British, they didn't. They were kind of like brought into it because like Great Britain is not a huge place. Like they don't have the manufacturing ability at the when United States. When was NATO have. formed? That is a good question. You can look that up. Yeah. But the United States didn't have to join the war, but they 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 did. They joined as the allies. Uh forty nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. After World War Two. But the the things that the the Germans were doing to the Jews in World War Two. Mm. That's just like what what limits are you gonna set in the people who are fighting against the Germans? I guess not necessarily the Germans, but the Nazis. Like what limitations are you gonna put on them? Like are there limitations to what you should be able to do the people who do the same things? To people that they are judging based solely upon their religion. Yeah. Not even all of these people were Jewish. If you supposedly looked Jewish, you'd be put in gas chambers. Well, like, it was a just... whole, like, if you didn't have blonde hair, blue eyes, right? Right, right. Like, you and I would I have mean, been fucked. Hitler didn't have brown hair, blue eyes? Or blue, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes? Blonde hair. Yeah, sorry. I'm pretty yeah, sure guess, Hitler was brown so. hair and brown eyes. I know he yeah. had brown hair. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure his eyes were also brown. Um, do you gaze into the eyes? Sorry. Um, Gaze into the eyes of the Fuhrer. <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, but I, I, that's yeah. just, that's, 
It's a complicated question. It is a very complicated question. Uh, I mean, it, it's essentially the identical question that I, just, I like. Should we be able to do what people are doing to us? I think the people that followed Hitler is just our, as bad as him and him yeah. himself. Well, I think some of them didn't really know at you the start. So? I mean, I, I think guess some didn't know at the start, uh, and then I think the rest of them who found out were were worried more about the consequences of not following him. So you think it was a similar situation with like the CIA, like? Oh, absolutely. Like, they yeah. probably do worse. They probably just like kill you. Unlike the CIA who would like blackmail you and report you to the authorities. They yeah. Nazis would probably just kill you. Especially like one hundred percent. I think they did. I think they did kill. Yeah, probably. If you were in the SS and you were like, This shit is crazy. Like I don't want to mm. do this anymore. They would probably just maybe even behead you. I don't know. Put you in the gas chambers with the Jews. Yeah, and if you were caught trying to free the people Yeah. That were being executed, mm -hmm. you were deemed one of them yeah I'd, i mean but the, the the goal of the nazis was to create an army in a place that to their in their mindset was perfect right mm. the similar thing with the cia was they were trying to create an army the, that the was perfect the killer. perfect army the so yeah so what it says here um i think well uh, um podcast don't get <laughs> <laughs> don't get me we're not comparing the cia to hitler absolutely not it's it's a totally different ball totally game. different ballgame however um uh, we're talking about uh the government's decisions like the, to, the goals of the the germans was to create a perfect army and the goal of the cia was to create a perfect ultimately army. do you think um the do you think the people causing all this think they're doing something right I think that Hitler genuinely thought he was in the right mindset. I think uh, horrible person, yeah. absolutely like one of the worst per people to ever exist, but absolutely incredible leader, P leader and public speaker. Yeah, leader wise, like he was one of the most horrific people in one of the most, history of the well, world. One of the most influential. But he though. knew how to get his people fired up. Mm. In a, in the worst way possible. Yeah, and I'm I don't know if the CIA. They they don't have like a they don't have like a leader that's outspoken. They like they don't go to conferences and they don't get in front of. Because they don't want anyone to know what they're doing. Right. They someone slips up and says the wrong thing. Right. It's game over. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it, like it says here. Um, the ultimate goal of MK Ultra was to create an army of outwardly normal operatives programmed to carry out political assassinations. So. Like you said, you were talking. We were talking about earlier, like with the Boston bomber guy. Like if you saw him in public, so you'd just be like, yeah. "It's it's just a coincidence that some guy looks like him." Right? Yeah. Like you wouldn't yeah. think anything of it. Like their goal was to create outwardly normal people that outwardly look normal. normal. What does but, that mean? What does that mean to you? Like, what is normal? Um. Is it someone you just like? Well, pick. Uh, not to don't pay attention. Not to, to, yeah. Someone not, who doesn't. I don't want to. I'm crowd. not stereotyping here. But when you walk down the street in a in a you know crowded street, you walk by hundreds of people without thinking twice. Mm -hmm. But tell me, there's not that like one or two people that you look up and like notice. Yeah, and it's not necessarily because of it's not necessarily someone of a different race or anything like that. No, but it could be someone like when I drive through, uh, when I've gone through like parts of. Boston, parts of Providence. Yeah, you see the yeah. people like tweaking clearly on drugs. Or I know, something. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Mass Avenue in Boston is like mm. one of the worst places. Yeah, for that. and like those are people you notice. But when you go, when you go grocery shopping or you go shopping, you walk by 
so many people that you don't think twice about. And they probably don't think twice about you no. either. No. But then you see those people like there's a there's a way that the the human brain in your eyes can pick up things that you might not see yourself and think about yep. but your subconscious is like something ain't right here so like body it, body movements facial expressions and stuff like that and like the way that someone's acting mm. like someone's like shaking like, like walking, tweaking out like, like tweaking out and head twitching they're like looking back and forth like they like i guess those are symptoms of like schizophrenia mm. yeah. you're just like this is weird like you you would probably want to get out of that situation you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable in yeah. a situation like that um, but I think that the CIA had more of a goal of training people, maybe even people like that to be, to seem normal, to just fit in with the crowd. Like you wouldn't pick them out like of the crowd. Like an average Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, this person's nuts. I guess. Yeah. Well, when I was saying that you, like, if you showed me a hundred pictures of people and one of them was a serial killer, I'm sure I could pick them out. I guess mugshots look worse than what they looked like in public. Well, I think a mugshot is like the worst representation of yourself probably right yeah you're at your worst i know someone pretty close to me with a mugshot and uh really? yeah and uh <laughs> he he looks like intimidating to me really yeah i mean you're probably not happy when taking a mugshot are you you're probably like oh, fuck, i gotta take a goddamn mugshot <laughs> you're, you're probably you're pissed like, you're probably pissed yeah and you don't have a choice. You have it's to like take a, it. It's like a worst license picture. Are you smiling in your license picture? Um, in my original one, I was. My most recent one, no. no. I can show you after. It's in my bag. Okay. But. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, and when do you retake your license picture? Isn't it like every? I think it's when you have to renew it. So mine's twenty twenty seven. Yeah. So probably then. I better get a, my the more like fully grown out. Are you getting a mullet? So I was thinking about right it. Right now, I kind of am. I'm trying to work yeah. on it, but like, my hair is not that long right now. It used and to my be hair longer. is very thick. So I my hair used to be very thick as well, and then now it's thinning on the sides. Probably stress induced for my yeah, you're too stressed. lifestyle. I'm gonna get some um, biotin. What's that? Um, it's a mineral and a vitamin that it helps hair growth. Yeah, I was I was also told to not wear a hat 24 hours out of the day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I always wear hats for the most part. Mm. I should start not wearing a hat. Yeah, why then, do you wear a hat? You got well, nice hair. Yeah, but then it gets... The reason that it's like as flat as it is is because... Yeah, so, okay, wow, so I think... Really off topic. I, don't know if, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. Luke and I have... Do you have curly hair? I have curly hair as well. We have similar hairstyles. It just gets wavy. Yours is brown, mine is black. Yeah, but my hair will literally just I mean, stick your, like straight up. totally black. It's dark, dark brown. It's, yeah, it's very. It's a lot darker but than like yours. When you see in the light, you're like, that's dark brown. Yeah. Um, my hair used to be like, when I was a kid, my hair was blonde. I also had blonde hair when I was a baby. Let's go. Hey. Blonde hair as baby's gang. So, oh, fuck. I was about to make a really, I was about to make a really fucking bad joke. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll see. Here we go. Maybe the CIA will hire me if I have a mullet. They'd probably make me cut it if they wanted me to be normal. Yeah. So I have something crazy here that I just found. So some patients, obviously some people, I think it can be assumed that people died in these trials. Not everyone handles drugs the same as others. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's just Even I'm sure there are suicides <clears throat> too now. So yeah, I mean, people go crazy. 
This this lady, Linda McDonald, a 57-year-old Vancouver woman, was admitted to the to the Allen. What is the Allen? I don't know. That's just what it says in the document. I assume that's some sort of facility, right, where they did tests like this. She was 25, and she had fatigue and depression following the birth of her fifth child. So that's like postpartum depression, right? Is that a thing? Yeah. No, that is a thing. Sorry. Yeah, after you have a kid. Um, she was put into a, a drug-induced sleep for at least 86 days. She lost all memory of her life, including the ability to read and write. After she was released, she needed toilet training and eventually lost her husband and six children. Many more Fuck. of this doctor, he's, this person is called Cameron. Mo many more of Cameron's former patients became destitute. Still others wasted away and died. A drug-induced sleep for 86 days and she forgot everything. At 25 Was, years old. Is that like a coma? Um, I mean, yeah, they do drug-induced comas, right? Yeah. Or I guess it's called medically-induced comas. Yeah. To help you heal what, if you have a very, very severe injury. Mm. That's, I don't think it's the same. You're drugging someone up so badly that they will forget everything. Like, mm. when you're in a coma, I'm pretty sure you... At least if you don't have a severe brain injury, you'll wake up and remember. You'll see, like, your family will be like, Oh, I haven't seen you in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like sleep. But an 86-day induced sleep using drugs, and you forget everything. It's almost three months. That is... Like, she lost all memory of her I life. Mean to, uh, I don't mean to get off topic here, but are you getting hungry? I am getting hungry. Do you have a... We're at, we're at um, an hour 35. I want to toss in a pizza order. I'd toss in a pizza order. What, what's your uh, preferred pizza? I'll eat anything. not what i was looking for uh what do you want i don't know do you go for the exotic pizzas like a you're a spicy guy i'm a spicy guy but you want to go buff chick pizza or barb chick pizza yeah i'll do one of those which one which one do you want buff chick mm, barb barb you want to go barb all right let's go barb <sighs> yeah all right keep yeah keep going okay so this guy's name I, I just found it his name is ewan cameron ewan like ewan mcgregor from star wars um, he read science fiction every night before he went to sleep. In 1948, news reports that the invention of the Cerebrophone, a tape machine that could top people while they sleep, caught his eye. He had one built for the Allen, or the Allen Institution, let's say. He used the repeating messages, the speaker under the pillow, the subliminal approach to a supposedly defenseless human mind to form the bedrock of the procedure he was to call psychic driving. Cameron went to automated psychotherapy, like what Tyler was talking about earlier, and most of all, he wanted to cure schizophrenia. Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. He also wanted to win the Nobel Prize. Didn't really get that far, did he? <laughs> no. Are you experimenting? Dangerous experimentation on human bodies while they're still alive. Uh, That's not going to win you the Nobel Prize, as far as I'm concerned. No. Um, so, he would read science fiction every night when he was younger and then he all of a sudden turned into this crazed man who put people into drug induced sleep you've got to be you got to be kidding me he wanted to automate psychotherapy so i think that that's probably what he did to this woman it mm -hmm. doesn't say too much about um linda mcdonald uh well i guess so she was in this facility from when she was 25 to when she was 57 and I assume that he did something similar to her when he put her in the drug-induced sleep. Um, psychic driving, like repeating messages to speak 
on her pillow as she slept. So it's like speaking to your subconscious to almost hypnotize you to forget everything that you've known. Mm. What is that? I'm sorry, I've been uh, distracted from this, <clears throat> yeah. this monologue. But psychic driving. Psychic, psychic driving? Um, I heard you say Nobel Peace Prize, and I just want to uh, backtrack a little bit because uh, Nobel Peace Prize is not what it sounds. It's not very peaceful. Because, no, uh, I don't think they're ever peaceful, are they? The, our, last conversa- or our previous conversation about Adolf Hitler, he was also nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. He was a painter. Mm-hmm. You know that? He had, a, he had an affinity for art. Mm-hmm. Like the Nazis stole art from so many places. Mm. And there's a, there's a movie about that. I haven't watched it, but... No? Okay. You're not a film guy. <laughs> I, I like just, movies. We've established... No, no, no. I like, I you really, like, you like movies, but you haven't seen classic movies. Okay. <clears throat> There's nothing more valuable, more valuable to me than a good movie, but when I just don't have the time to invest in so many different movies that I want to watch. Like, I need a list. Alright, guys. Next week is canceled, so Luke can watch a movie. Well... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. I, I try. I do try. Like, but I need a list. You should, you should make a list for me. I will. I'll tell you what. I'll make a list. And if you have any suggestions, add them to the list. But I have a pretty solid classic movie list. I think. Do you yeah. want a top five, top ten? What? You want a top five or no, top ten? No, no, 10? we can't get that off topic. Not in this episode. No, 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 no. Not right now. Oh, when top I five. give you the list, top you five. want, you want a five? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be tough. I mean, that's going to be so difficult. Probably not. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know what I was saying about psychic driving? Yeah. So like, they would play messages under the pillow while this person slept. Drug induced sleep. I feel like, sorry, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I feel like even (laughs) sober, if someone was playing messages under my pillow. Yeah. I'd have dreams about whatever the message was. That's like hypnotizing people. That's, it's like, uh, like lucid dreaming almost. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're controlling your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if you've ever been hypnotized. You ever seen those videos on YouTube? They're like, they try Have to... Have I been you? hypnotized? Uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've watched a couple hypnotists. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... I can't remember if I was ever hypnotized in any of them. Okay, well... Because I've seen several, like, I th- throughout I think high school this is, and, and... This, this method by... Under Project MK Ultra by this Dr. Ewan Cameron... Mm-hmm. Um, the rep- repetition of a key phrase uttered by the patient in taped interviews caused discomfort, embarrassment, aversion, and resentment. Um, in all the storm of emotion, he reasoned it must must lie in sight. He had a technician create a loop in tape so that he could play back to the patient 30-second long repetitions of significant things she or he had related to the doctor. The impact was powerful. The patient would become obsessed by the phrase, losing sleep, losing the ability to concentrate on anything else. Obsessed is an interesting word because that's a method of torture. Mm-hmm. is playing the same sound over and over yeah well I mean I think that's how they if you can like the document said if you can convince someone that they don't remember anything from their life mm-hmm. then you can they'll believe it yeah then you can completely rewrite their history and you yeah. can put them on this new path do whatever you want and that's how they got these people to go and <clears throat> off and kill people well words are so influential and I I think genuinely um words have more of an impact than anything like i could convince you that you were insane probably i think i think that would be pretty easy in the same way that you could convince me i'm insane Mm -hmm. like it's it's not because you are like weak well i mean 
but hey, no, hey. no uh, but no but if ever if every time I again if every time I saw you I'm like just gaslighted the fuck out of you and like everything you told me I was like yeah no that's just not true and you could you know you could tell me that uh, grass is green and I'd be like yeah no it's it's actually red like it's crazy to say that like you must be fucking insane it's actually red yeah and the first time you'd be like what the fuck is this guy on well I, what's I, he talking about but eventually, you know, if I do this for a couple of years, you'd be like, oh, grass is fucking red. Yeah. yeah. Grass, fucking grass red. is red. So that's, I, that's so true. And especially under the influence probably cuts the time in, I mean, in shards. Yeah. Especially if you're paranoid and oh, yeah. like, you're like, oh, like, where am I? Mm. Like, yeah. Grass is red. And they just keep saying it over and over grass and over. Red, grass is red. Grass is but red. But like, that's, I think that's different. Because if you were to tell me that every day, I'd just be like, I don't want to talk to this asshole anymore. <laughs> but if you're strapped in a chair under the CIA uh, supervision and you have someone looking at you and asking you questions 24 hours and you don't have a, you're not sleeping in a bed, you're strapped down. You probably have a catheter in. <laughs> you're being milked like you're, a cow. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. <laughs> P-wise. You're going to have to explicit this podcast. Uh, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, you're being milked like a cow on a catheter, even though it's it's not milk, it's pee. But, um... Oh! You're just you're just strapped in a chair. So that's that's the main idea. You don't have the option to walk you're away. You're not free. Yeah, you don't have the you're option trapped. to walk away from the person that's telling you these things. Like, if, if Tyler was repeating the same thing every day and calling me a dickhead, I probably would be like, well, I'm not. I'm not going to keep listening to him. I just this would, guy's a dickhead. I would call me a dickhead. Yeah, I, I would avoid him at every cost. But if the CIA tells you that you're a dickhead every single day and you're strapped in a chair, they play it all day long. You'd be like, after a couple, after a while, you'd be like, you know, man, I'm a fucking dickhead. Yeah, that's just the human brain can be convinced. So yeah, it's it's like hypnotism. Is that what I call it? hypnotism? Um, is it hypnotism? I think it's like oh, it's hypnosis. Hypnosis, um, I think it's just more like hypnotism is like the actual verbal influence. Doing. You think so? That's what education is. Oh, sorry. Oh my God, that's gonna be so loud. That's gonna be so loud. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, that's. I mean, that's what. That's all education is. It's just verbal influence, right? We're just. I mean, how many times have you been to class and you're taught something, and you just simply have to take the professor's word for it? I think you know this just as well as I do that yeah. it's too many times. Way too many times. I mean, we're just sitting there in class and we're writing down what the professor says. Like, if the professor said, like, grass is red. For a very, a very, <laughs> very bad example. Like, Hitler was a good person. Like, we would just, we would just write it down. Yeah, you just. Well, okay, okay, we wouldn't write it down because we know that he's not a good yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's people um, that wh just what's know an nothing. example? That's I, I think example. math is probably the best example. Oh, that is. Yeah. Um, I think math is the best example because everything has a proof, what's called a proof. And if you have any math education, you know what a proof is. Uh, there's so many times where, like even it happened today, where you get to class and, and you're deriving these formulas and, and the professor will say something like, oh, like in the interest of time, we're not going to derive this formula. So I'm just going to give you like what the final formula is. Yeah, because that's we're just like, like an hour. You know what? Fuck it. Like we have no reason not to, well. Okay, we have reason not to believe you, but we have realistically no reason not to believe you, so we're going to take your word for it. Mm -hmm. And then, if if you didn't know this formula, 
I would do the same thing. I would say, oh, in the interest of time, I'm not going to derive this for you, but I'm going to give you the final formula. And then you'd learn it, and then you'd go tell someone else, oh, in the interest of time, I'm not going to derive this formula. I'm just going to give it to you. Right, right. And, and, and like you create this like generation of people who are just influenced that words all from someone you just took their took their word from it's it's like they're completely reliant on the information and the word of someone else like yeah. they don't they don't go into college with any knowledge of their own like they don't look up things they don't yeah. think about anything they don't do any critical thinking whatsoever they take every single word for what it is in, in uh, math, I don't think it's such a bad thing because no, uh, in some ways it is in the interest of time because some proofs can go on for days. And, and typically the math professors know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, There's a reason yeah, for the but teaching. I, I think in some ways um, uh, more like col the, college professors the are arts, very... Right, in politics. College professors are one and the same typically. And I think in some ways... Um, Maybe without even them knowing, but their ideolo ideologies get pushed on. Yeah, I, but students. That's just more of like. That's why you should be educated. Yeah. So you don't let that shit happen. Be educated, like about MK Ultra. This is I don't. Should we do a poll? Should we go ask our professors if they know anything about MK Ultra? We should. That's a good idea. They'd be like, oh my god, what is that? We'll, we'll come back next week with the uh, well, maybe not next week, but in a couple weeks with the uh, poll pulled um that's the word i'm like oh my god me. i have another this is another horrifying experiment done results go ahead sorry so uh, yeah we're gonna we might get back to you with professors who know a thing or two about mk ultra or don't i mean or I, don't i imagine that there's some that might know something but there's no guarantees mm. so i have another story there's another psychic driving story right so this is just like influencing someone while they're asleep mm -hmm. so this patient, unnamed, for the first three weeks, the patient was drugged into a half-sleep, a football helmet clamped on his or her head, patient genderless, right? You know, 2022. <laughs> and the negative driving message played up to 20 hours a day. The message would say something simple-minded like, my mother hates me, my husband wants me to divorce, my children oh, hate man. me, I'm a, I'm a failure at everything I try. And the patient's own voice, with some patients... Ewan Cameron intensified the negative effect by running wires to their legs and shocking them at the end of the message. After three weeks, a positive message would replay the negative, or would, a positive message would replace the negative with the purpose of rebuilding a new personality on the wreckage of the old. After ten days of this, the patient was drugged into a complete sleep for two weeks, while his or her unconscious absorbed the new, de the new dominating Holy force and conveniently shit. forgot everything he or she had experienced. This is so much deeper than I thought. You ever watch The Office? You watch The Office? Yeah. Do you I remember when two, Jim two conducted that uh, that mint experiment on Dwight, where like uh, like the bell or like that that yes, Microsoft sound would yes. go off and he'd be like, "Hey, Dwight, you want a mint? You want a mint?" And, and he would he do would that salivate. for a week. Yeah, and he would salivate. That's what they're doing. Oh my God! It, it, this is this is the worst so one I've simple. heard of. No, but it's so simple, yet it's so influential. Yeah. And like, you, you it's it's a ah oh man, I forgot who that that scientist or, or mathematician was that developed this method. They said it in the office. Um. But like, you you do something, and then there's this like key indicator that you do every time you you say that one mm -hmm. thing, and you become accustomed to it. So like, every like time in you, high school. Did you say the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah. Every, yeah. In like high school, it was almost like you knew exactly when the Pledge of Allegiance was going to come on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was just beat into your mind. And like when you got to your first day of college and you started your first class and they didn't do a pledge where you like weirded out at all. 
kind of. It's just like you go sit in class and you, you don't know anyone as a freshman. What's something? Like, oh, what? Or like routine? Uh, you know what? Honestly, this all connects to routine. Mm. This connects to routine. It's it, what they're doing is developing subconsciously developing a routine into your mind. Like when I go to bed, I put my wallet in the same place every time, and I put my phone in the same place, and I yeah. like check my alarms a couple times because I'm psychotic. Like I have to check them. You want to make times. sure that you're actually gonna wake up. Yeah, and like. When I wake up in the morning, seriously, genuinely, I could probably close my eyes and do my entire morning routine. Yeah, so do you think that it's just like ingrained in the human mind to Absol to understand repetition and routine? Well, yeah, but it's a repetition that that ingrains it into your mind. So like if you if in the same way that I put my phone in the same place every night, if every night before I went to bed, I heard you're a failure. And like I hear it the first, you know, 100 times I'm like what the fuck is this voice in my head telling me I'm a failure mm -hmm. and then you hear it for a thousand times and you're like man like I got a bad grade on the exam and like I didn't do well on that homework and then you hear it for like another thousand times and you're like wow I'm a fucking failure yeah like I haven't done anything worthwhile in this life I think I think the most important thing was that this experiment was in the person's own voice. So if you heard that in your own voice, that that does it's so much more effective yeah. than if it was in someone else's because you oh, think it's you. It's yourself. You it's, look in the mirror and you tell yourself like you look in the mirror and you're like, "Wow, man, I look so fucking ugly right now." Or like you're like feeling yourself, you're like, "Man, yeah. I look good right now." And you have more influence on yourself than anyone else. You know what I you know what I mean? Yeah, so so like I think it would be safe I, to say that you mm -hmm. telling yourself something is more powerful than someone else telling you this could these could these trials have been done without psychedelics i think so i think so as well because besides like, like, like the, the, the drug induced like sleep aspect that. yeah the drug is in sleep but i feel like we just proved that like when you develop a routine you don't purposely develop that routine it's unconscious mm -hmm. and i think all psychedelics do is make it faster they just speed up the process from from my understanding these people were on lsd also while they're in their drug-induced sleep yeah so it may affect how their subconscious operates and make them more prone to experiments that would mm. allow them to forget everything and to think that they're a complete failure yeah um it makes their mind paranoid because like the document the excerpt said earlier do you forget it or you just override it with new data because your mor your morning routine I think right now is different than it was two years ago well you got to think like like i said earlier they're not they're not focusing on people who are mentally stable they're focusing on people who are mentally already not all there in a way, yeah yeah so um i think it's overriding the data that's already there like this is something that could be useful if you're trying to fix someone who's mentally broken but they were using they're doing it, it in a hostile way they're though. doing it in a way that's going to use someone for a purpose that's ingenuine disingenuine and Certainly. dangerous to target political people How do you how do you guys feel about psychedelic trials? Do you like? Um, well, I mean, I, I I hope you would think it's bad. Imagine you're in prison. <laughs> Someone walks up to you and says, "I have an opportunity for you." You have life in prison, but I can get you out in five years. Yeah, five years, but you have to take LSD at this will of the CIA. Did did they tell him it was LSD? What if they just I don't said think, like, uh, "Hey, like, no, no, no." I'm the CIA. Yeah. You have life in prison. We're gonna do. Uh, something. We have an experimental drug that will cure your depression. Oh, absolutely! If you, if you take this drug and experiment with us, we'll shorten your sentence to ten years. 
There's no way that they didn't say something like that. Like, I feel like I would no, say no, yes in right, that right, situation. Right. I would say yes in that situation. I was wrong. They're not going to say that it's LSD. No, they're going to say, no they're going to say it's an experimental drug that is going to cure your depression or cure your problem, fix your problems. And you're going to like, that is, that is a win-win. There's no like, better outcome. Uh, there's no better outcome because I'm going to get out of prison early. I'm my, my mental issues are going to be fixed. And then you go to do it and you're like, these people are training me to hate myself and to kill other people. Fuck. Yeah, dude. This stuff like, like makes my skin crawl. It doesn't make the people who are doing it right, but also, no. I mean, like, at, at what point, like, how do you define a victim? Like, because are these people technically victim? Like, was Charles Manson a victim? They're, victim, a way? they're victims in the sense that they are innocent to the thing that's and being done to them they're disclaimer, not of the crime no we do not support charles manson no we do not think he was like a good person but in a victim in the sense that did he know what he was doing yeah and also like <clears throat> like not just manson but the other people that were yeah, put, that okay. were put in prison for unknown crimes probably something to do with their mental instability mm -hmm. and then they were coerced into doing crazy things by the CIA using LSD. Yep. Um, but I guess it's not as bad as what the Germans did. So, I don't know if you know about well, this, but the first half of the 20th century, there's an, an entire list of maltreatments of the mad procedures that swung the patient around in a rotary machine to induce vomiting. And, uh, another German practice which placed the patient in a coffin with hole drills into the lid and lowered the coffin into water until it was submerged. Many were cured to death. In America, from 1907 to 1933, the renowned and much-praised Henry Cotton was so desperate for a cure for mental disease that he would systematically remove the organs of his patients at Trenton State Hospital, starting with the teeth, then leading to the tonsils, the stomach, the small intestine, the bladder, and so on. He had a death rate of 25% by the 1920s and was claiming an 85% 85% recovery rate. People would flock to him, and the other guy, Cameron's procedures, were... Not the, nearly as bad as there's some things. methods of torture out there that are just absolutely fucked. You're removing people's organs one by one. That's just um, where, like, you, where does the thought process begin? The people and this was funded oh, by the CIA. No, Let's not a, forget this is funded discussion. by the CIA. There's a whole nother discussion. Not only the people that come up with these methods, but I've seen some some movies and some TV shows where. The, the writer, the producer, has to be mentally ill to come up with some of the things that I see in these. Mm -hmm. I think you'll see it. Um, I think there's, honestly, I think there's a scene in Terminalist where you're going to be like, really? who the fuck would think of something like this? Yeah, I guess I got to so, get on that. So, um, it takes, I think it takes a mentally ill person to come up with some of these torture methods. I mean, do you know some of the fucked up torture methods? Like, I'm not talking guillotine. I'm not talking, like, when they'd stretch you to death. Right. Like, there is some brutally fucked up... They, they used to put people... They, they had an iron... It was like an, a cast iron pig that they put you yes. inside. Yes, They put that you over was, a fire. Like Aztec? Yeah, they put you in a fire yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Just, they just fucking boil you to death. That is, like... I can't comprehend how Someone that told me about this, this method where they'd, they'd take... It was uh, specifically torture for men. And sorry, this is going to get a little graphic. Uh, for men, probably. But they'd sit you on a like a, a wooden chair with a, a board hole in the center. Oh, and they'd God, take I know your, this is going. they'd take your private parts and they'd pull them under in the hole and they'd take a rope with a giant knot on it and they'd swing it under the chair. 
like coming i mean i guess our our, our male Dude. listeners our male viewers can only really feel this i mean i would i would sooner i'd rather get like tossed in the fucking cast iron pig at that point because that won't kill you that won't kill you but that'll oh Okay, not that you would like. Not that either of these punishments are good. Like yep. I've heard the cast iron pig, and I've seen some sort of illustrations of what they could produce at the time. That just seems like hell. Like that's yeah. the definition. It, of hell. It, it takes a very mentally ill mind to come up with these. Very yeah. mentally ill. But I mean, in in the days of the Aztec, they thought that they were doing something by the will of their religion, by the will of I don't know. Mm, it was like God. a like ritual kind of. Like it was a ritualistic. Yeah. Experience for the I guess people that were. It's. It, I mean, it's ritual versus punishment. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the how they. Methods. That's what they did. The people who committed whatever sort of crime it was. Yeah. Yeah. What are we at? We're at almost two hours. Are we? What are we thinking? Oh, one more minute until we hit two hours. What are we thinking? You want to um, continue? Do you think we got anything else? Super important. I think well, we've gotten off topic quite a bit on the whole psychedelic trials. Um, if you want to, if you want to bring it back into a certain scope, and what would you like to have your final? Sure, sure. Be? Let's do. Let's do. We'll each give a final statement, and then we still have to review the liquor. Mm-hmm. We still have to do the uh, liquor review. So I guess my final statement is, um, I I certainly have learned a lot on the psychedelic trials, stuff that I didn't know before. Um, I think that still way too many questions unanswered on topic that I I would like to see answered that will never get answered um, I, I don't have an answer or an opinion on who's who's in the well I know who's in the wrong but whose fault it was like I, I wish I knew whether these these patients were willingly doing this knew what they were doing um, CIA is, is corrupt and and, and yeah they do good things but CA is corrupt they're still corrupt they will probably always be corrupt um just just like government but um I mind blowing I guess yeah mind blowing but uh, sorry alright let me closing statement ultimately I'm not surprised I'm not surprised that the CIA would do this I'm not surprised that there's the ability to do this and I'm not surprised that these patients did the things that they did I'm not surprised because no, not like we kind of said uh, shortly ago, uh, you could do this all without psychedelics. And I think psychedelics just help the process. So uh, close this out, Luke. Yeah. So like Tyler said, like psychedelics are just the fuel for this fire. Mm. Like these people, like we explained, this could have been done without psychedelics. I don't know if you would have been able to get the people to mm. do exactly what you want to do. You wouldn't have been able to make them as paranoid as they were. But I'm not, uh, again, Tyler's not surprised. I'm not surprised at all by what the CIA has done. I think um, there is probably worse things that the CIA has done. Um, Forcing people into a drug-induced sleep for three months and making them forget their entire life. That's not something, that's not something to forget. That's something that we need to remember Mm -hmm. for the future. And the reason that, we like no one knows about it is because the government kept it secret for so long and the only reason that we know about it is because of the freedom of information act so if you were curious about anything you could literally look anything up and be like Has we encourage involved? you to research more into this so mk ultra um 
was it MK MK Beta? No, what was that? Uh, uh MK Delta. MK MK Delta. Naomi is another subsection and a subproject of MK yep. Ultra. Do 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 your own research. Um, again, like we are learning this as you are, and we're giving our opinions, but. Again, we're, we're no experts. There's, there's no way to read 16,000 pages of documents and give you Always remember, summary. the CIA is only going to tell you what they want you to know. Yeah. And All they're right. not going to tell anything to Congress either. No. Con- no they're no, just no. going to get money. So. This is a. I, I take it with a grain of salt. This is a taxpayer funded operation, yeah. by the way. Okay. So I guess my closing statement is that the CIA shouldn't be trusted they shouldn't have been trusted then and they definitely shouldn't be trusted now okay um we don't necessarily know what other notable people they fueled besides charles manson like that's the most notable one that we know we don't we don't know most recognizable yeah the cia isn't going to give you a list of all the people that they've interrogated and worked with they're not going to do that they believe that any sort of um free giving of information is a violation of national security. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's my closing statement. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll conclude the uh, the psychedelic trials, and now we come time to review the liquor. Yeah, it's it's about that time. Um, so we've had both had what three? Oh, yeah, about three drinks. I don't know what three that drinks? is. Like yeah. five shots, probably. Um. Did I did I review first the last time? I think I reviewed first the last time mm-hmm. because I had never had bourbon. Um, I've had a couple of whiskeys, so I'm going to let you take this one first. Okay. Um, I like it. It's a pretty straightforward Kentucky bourbon, you know, it's strong, has that burn. Yep. Um, I got to give it a, that's it. You're already giving me a score. You're not going to comment anymore on it. Uh, okay. I guess no, 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 please give it a score. Evan Williams, right? So <laughs> this is kind of like, like Jack Daniels, Evan Williams. Yeah. This is like a less expensive Jack Daniels, but I think that this one, I, I like this better than Jack Daniels and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't think that price necessarily denotes the quality of something. Um, I like this. I think it's straightforward option. Mm. It's something you're going to go back to and be like, you know what? This is, this is a safe. You can't option. go wrong. No, yeah, you, it's a safe option. You can't go yeah. wrong with it. It's not going to leave a bad taste in your mouth and you're no. not going to, be horrifically hungover from it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I gotta give this 7-3. 7-3? Really? Okay. And um, don't forget we're rating on a scale of, like, cheap stuff. Yeah, cheap stuff. Uh, I, my extent of whiskey, I've had some nicer whiskeys, not all bourbons, but I've Yeah, you've had, had some, I've had some expensive stuff, too. Well, I, I've actually, I've gone, I was at a, uh, a relative's house and they had a shelf of like thousands of dollars of liquor because it was like aged and it was like bottles you like mm-hmm. snag you know yeah, not, yeah. Um, so I've had some nicer whiskeys uh, I've also had some super cheap whiskeys you know the Jack Daniels Jim Beam kind of right, right. Um, overall I think it was good I think it was strong um, probably like not something I would drink straight all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's something that's cheap like this is probably more of a mixer. Yeah. More often than yeah. not. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid. I'm going to give it a 6 9. Okay. Because I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. 
Um, and I'm, I think it was yeah. on the I think it was on the higher end of average. Yeah, there's always things to improve. Yeah, something like this. So yeah, I, I think it's still like not a bad score. I'd also probably put it above Jack Daniels though. Yeah, I I don't really like Jack Daniels. No, I think it's it, the name. Is the, the name causes it to be as expensive as it is, which is not like expensive, but it's like more expensive than this. Yeah, people are like, oh my god, it's JD. Well, it's, you seven. pay for the name, you don't pay yeah, for the look. Right, right, yeah. right. So uh, yeah, you got a closing statement. Um, you want to show us off the dock here? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, thank you all for watching. Um, this has been episode three. We hope you enjoy. Again, we're always open to suggestions, comments, concerns, um, compliments, especially. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, again, if you have any comments, YouTube is your best bet. Operation Alpha on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Music. Until Spotify and Apple Music allow comments. I don't think they ever will. That's not going to be an option. But yeah, YouTube. Operation uh, or again, text us personally. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Luke. This has been Operation Alpha, Episode 3. Operation Alpha, out.